the track, hit your eardrum like a slug to your chest Like a vest for your Jimmy in the city of sex We in that sunshine state where the bomb ass hemp be The state where you never find a dance floor empty and pimp speed On a mission for them greens Lean, mean, money making machines, serving fiends I've been in the game for ten years making rap tunes Ever since honeys was wearing Sassoon Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me diamond shining Looking like a Rob Liberace It's all good from Diego to the Bay Your city is the bomb if your city making pain Throw up a finger if you feel the same way Straight putting it down for California, yeah
Hey, yo, man, you remember that shit Easy did a while back? Motherfucker said wasn't gonna work. Word. That old crazy shit. Yeah, the stupid shit, shit man. Dope. Hey, yo, Easy. Hey, man, we should come off the piano for a minute, man, and bust this crazy shit. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young niggas at the pad throwing up gang signs. Ran in the house and grabbed my clip. With the Mac-10 on the side of my hip. Bailed outside and pointed my weapon. Just as I thought, the fools kept stepping. Jumped in the foe, hit the juice on my ride. I got front and back and side to side. Then I let the Alpine play. Pumping new shit, buying WA. It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played my old shit, it went something like this. Cruising down the street in my 6-4. Jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. They come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. Trying to steal an alpine Chasing up the street to call a truce The silly motherfucker pulls out a deuce deuce Little did he know I had a loaded 12 gauge One sucker dead LA Times front page Cause the boys in the hood are always hard You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car Knowing nothing in life but to be legit Don't quote me boy cause I ain't said shit So I went to a spot where my homeboys chill The fellas out there making that dollar I pulled up in my 6-4 Impala They greet me with a 40 and I start drinking And from the 8 ball my breath starts stinking Left to get my girl to rock that body Before I left I hit the Bacardi Went to a house to get her out of the pad Dumb hoe said something that made me mad She said something that couldn't believe, so I grabbed a stupid bitch by a nappy ass weed. Started talking shit, wouldn't you know? Reached back like a pimp, slapped the hoe. My father jumped up and he started to shout, so I threw a right across and knocked his old ass out. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. <laughs> Do you think you are? 
brother I throw it in the gutter and go buy another Walking home and I see the G ride now Cat is driving Kilo on the side As they busted a U, they got pulled over An undercover cop in a dark green Nova Cat got beat for resisting arrest He socked a pig in the head for ripping his guest Now G is caught for doing the crime Fourth offense on the boy, he'll do some time Cause the boys in the hood are always hard You come talking that trash, we'll pull your cart Knowing nothing in life but to be legit Don't quote me boy, cause I ain't said shit Attempted murder Cause the boys in the hood are always hard You come talking that trash We'll pull your car Knowing nothing in life but to be legit Don't quote me boy cause I ain't said shit Yeah I kicked a little ass But that was a blast from the past and then take your mother down for a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. Yeah, you're goddamn right I will. Good uh, morning, ass family. It is... Guess what day it is. Welcome to the big show here on a hump day. Another edition. Look, I'm in a great mood today. Well, I'm in a good mood. Not great, good, goofy, fun mood today. Not a whole, hardly any politics on the show today. We got fun stuff today. Crazy shit is in the news. We got listener mail brought to you by JS Floors. We got that coming up. It's going to be a fun hump day show. I promise you that. So let's get back to the good mornings. Uh, shall we? Colin, next one in. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. Man, oh, man. Colin, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing well. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Jazzman says happy. Hump day. Ass family, have a great day, everyone. There he is, the Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex. 
wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, Woo. wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Uh, Warbird says, good morning. And he says two words that I only say twice a year, and it ain't this week. Now, I can, t- I can do this. And then he says two words I never say. Uh-uh. My friend, this song is for you. I hate Alabama. I hate Alabama. I hate Alabama. Is there one game every year? I hate Alabama, too. Oh, I can't wait. I've, I've got goosebumps getting ready for that game. Oh, Saturday night. Oh. I, look, look, look here. No kids. Damn dogs are going to all be locked up because they're going to be howling because I'm going to be yelling that night. I'm just telling you right now, Saturday night, it's not a good time to cross me. Texas versus Alabama. Prime time. Get out of town. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn, good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Becca! He says, happy... Hump day! Ass family. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy freaking... Hump day! There we go. Gold all up in here. Hey, yo! Says, got the West Coast anthem bumping this morning. Yeah, I I, I thought a little gangster rap would would cleanse the palate a little bit this morning. Whitewash says, what's up, Arnie, and the rest of the ass family? Happy... Hump day! Oh, well, happy uh, that right back to you, my friend. Oh, I love trash! Panda says, good morning, ass family. Truck's all shined up and ready to go. Ladies, who wants to go to Applebee's? That's what I'm talking about. I believe it is endless, boneless chicken wing there. Which means it's chicken nugget time. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pete Coops is already. Pump day! Yes, yes, sir, it is. It, it, it surely, surely is, my friend. Uh, I hope that you are doing good. Shitter was full! Bad Hatter, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing well today. The stars at night are big and bright. Deacon the there he is. College Station says, good morning, uh, Ass America. Gold says, because the Ass family's always hard. Rad is talking that trash. We'll pull your card. No in life to be funny. Don't quote us, boy, because we're on Team Arnie. Oh, I like that. That's good. That is gold right there. That's why you're gold. Exactly. Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Good morning to you, Slum Roy! Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? Man, you know, I just don't know. He says, morning ass family, happy... Pump day! Stink fist! Morning ass, okay, Arnie, normally I talk some shit, but yesterday I decided to check some scores. The Rangers were down 9 nothing and legitimately felt bad for you. Hang in there. I think they make the playoffs. They don't. They quit! That's when I turned the game off. I, I, I turned the game off last night. It was 9 nothing in the third inning. I'm watching this Ranger team, and they're just, they're just quitting right in front of my eyes. It's devastating to watch. I can't take it anymore. 
I need this Alabama game. I need the Cowboys to start to get my mind focused on something else because I'm so brokenhearted over the Rangers. Fuckers, get my hopes up all season. Scoring five runs in an inning, more more than any other team in baseball history. Or at least it's close. Now this, now this debacle, this, and, and they trash out one of our good pitchers who's been on the injured list last night, and he gets lit up like a fucking pinball machine. Oh, it was devastating. God damn it. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. That's right, Fred. He says, good morning, ass family. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. What in the fuck was that cat castration noise? What, what castration noise? I, I don't know. Uh, oh, was it was that I hate Alabama? Okay, yeah, that's probably what it was. Hella moist. Oh, God. Timmy and Nicole, good morning to ya. Top of the morning to ya. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. Epridge Farm remembers. Remembers what? Morning, waiting at Costco. Costco doesn't open for another 55 minutes. Please, Costco, have the Grinch statue. Please, just please, for the love of Arnie and mankind, please have this. I don't want to drive to Oklahoma today. Hell, we'll probably end up driving to fucking Missouri to find this goddamn thing. Oh, God. And if they don't, or if it, oh, God. If it sold out yesterday, if they put it on the shelves late yesterday afternoon and it sold out, I'm I'm going I'm going to murder someone. That's all there is to it. Mr. J, that is his name, and all wild DJs he will tame. Mr. J says good morning, everyone. I hope everybody has a great day. We'll write back at you, Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Says good morning, ass family. My life is better since dropping rad and finding this show. Team Arnie all day. Well, you're damn right about that. Your Costco doesn't open till 10? I guess not. Uh, uh, let's see, Brad says, I'm off tomorrow. Brady will burn Arnie with cigars if you don't have it, Costco. She will. She has a new case of cigars, and they're not good ones. She just gets them to burn me with. Mm-mm-mm. So, before we go any further, we, get, we, we definitely have to do this right here. He's not here yet, but... Um, it's T-shirt time? Both tennis t-shirts on. Whoa. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up, Angelina. By the way, Team Sammy all the way. She's back on Jersey Shore. Today's t-shirt is truly a work of art. I said it. I mean it. If there was a Louvre of T-shirts, this shirt would be... Look, 4T5Printing.com and my man Rhino and Jamie. Well, she's not my man. He's my man. She's his lady. So, my man's lady. There you go. 
I mean, from, from T-shirts to hats to everything, they can do it, okay? This is an artist rendering of one of the greatest epic tales in wrestling history. And that's Bruiser Brody versus Abdullah the Butcher. These guys were hardcore before even Terry Funk was hardcore. Oh, man. Is this T-shirt something? Hey, there's Rhino. He says, oh, I'm here. Just found out the boy got back from Qatar from fucking Iraq and can't tell a shit. Our heads are spinning. USA. Wow. Uh, an amazing T-shirt. And by the way, you can get T-shirts at 4T5 printing. You can get hats. You, you can get Harry Potter ones. You can get woodwork shit done there. You can get it all. Check it out. 4T5printing.com. I think this is a uh, pitch for the Dodgers. Google it. <laughs> uh, Dong is not on Team Arnie. Uh, cocaine him. Uh, oh, Triple T in the house. I don't know how to put this. But I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. They, they do. They do. They know, they know Triple T. This is Brady you at Costco's or Mervin's. Open, open, open. Um, swoosh up in the house as well. Let's say good morning to him. Says <laughs> morning, ass family, and happy Pump day. Right back to you. Well, let let let's start it now. Yesterday, I guess we saw this story on the news. I must have been asleep or something. Because I couldn't believe it. And we have the audio from the cockpit. A Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta, Georgia to Barcelona. Now, that's in Spain. Okay, that's a long flight. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. I I, I don't like real long flights. Flying from the East Coast or West Coast to the East Coast is about as long as I can fucking handle. I don't like it otherwise. And this is why I can't go anywhere else because it's just too long of a flight. Thinking about flying to Australia is like a 17-hour debacle. The only place I want to be 17 hours is in my bed, okay? And an airplane seat ain't my bed. I'm going to be what you would call a tad bit grumpy getting up from that flight. So this person is getting on a flight, <laughs> Delta Airlines mage. No, this is an actual Delta Airlines, but good caught. Yeah, that, that's a great catch, swoosh. Um, so the flight from Atlanta to Barcelona, I'm guessing probably 12, 13-hour flight. Spain, ever been there? Gorgeous. I, I, that's what I hear. Well, it was diverted back. Due to an onboard medical issue. And this was the issue. Had a passenger had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. A passenger's horrific bowel movement forced a Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona to turn around. In a text message sent to air traffic control, the captain explained there was diarrhea all over the aircraft. Negative, it's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they wanted to come back to Atlanta. The passengers said it dribbled down the aisle, and after using vanilla-scented disinfectant, the plane smelt like vanilla poop. They agreed the pilots made the right decision and had to rip out the carpets once they landed. Now, 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 real quick, where did they divert? They diverted near Virginia. They didn't even make it halfway through Virginia. And somebody gets up on the plane and starts walking up and down the aisles. Oh, come on now. Oh, no. Oh, God. Sit down. 
You no 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 no. Don't walk. Yeah, no no no. We don't want you to come back over here. You know, you got some kids behind it. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. And somebody gets on the, the, the loud horn. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we usually don't do this, but some children have a song. When you're sliding in the first and you're feeling something worse. Diarrhea, diarrhea. <laughs> when you're sliding in the third and you play your juicy turd. Diarrhea, diarrhea. When you're sliding in the home and your shirt's full of foam. Diarrhea. When you're sitting in your Chevy and your shirts are feeling heavy, diarrhea, diarrhea. Goals for Arnie, no. They were only two hours into an eight and a half hour flight. Now, now, what did you do? Did, did, did you eat some airport sushi in Atlanta? Because hey, let, let me just warn you real quick. I'm betting the airport sushi in Atlanta probably ain't a good choice. Explosive diarrhea all over everyone and everything. Put that person in the no-fly zone. Well, Derek said it. Oh, that sounds like a shitty flight. B. Coop says, I hope the passenger was the same crazy lady who said this guy's stewardess wasn't real. That they need to look for her. They need to make sure she isn't on any flights anytime soon. They had to change out the carpets because they don't have carpet cleaner. Maybe it's stuck in. Ugh. It actually happened while they're still in Atlanta, but they couldn't tell the difference between the diarrhea and the city of Atlanta. Adam J says, "What a shitty way to start the show." Uh, we got a phone call coming in. Rhino, what is happening, brother? What's up, buddy? How you doing, my man? All right, all right. What am I on a delay here or what? I don't think so. I mean, I've got you right in my phone. Turn your uh, turn your state. Your yeah, I turned it. I turned it down now. There you go. Hey, I just wanted to call in and tell you to stop this conversation because I'm about to puke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> dude, dude, the late well, hey, Good morning, buddy. I just wanted to call in and and thank all your uh, thank all your listeners for uh, everything. You know, all the orders I've received from everybody, everybody's been super nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just been a great partnership between us and uh I just wanted to call in and thank everybody. Oh uh, well I appreciate that. What what else what else you want to talk about? Well, I don't want to talk about diarrhea. No, no so, no, no uh, diarrhea talk. I mean, <laughs> I mean look, today's show, I've got all kinds of crazy shit on today's show. <clears throat> People masturbating in ways I've never even thought about masturbating. And, and I'm a guy, and I've thought of every way to masturbate. <laughs> well, well, hey, buddy, I'll tell you what. Let me, uh, let me let you get to some other topics, and I'll call you back. All right, pal. Well, you have a great day, my friend, and keep up the amazing. Dude, today's shirt is so amazing. This bruiser, Brody, Abdullah the Butcher, you, you outdid yourself. Wait till you see the next one. All right. I can't wait for you to get this one. This one's going to be fantastic. I probably won't even send you a picture. All right. Don't. Don't. Just surprise me. Okay. Hey, well, again, thank you, ass family. I truly appreciate you all. And, hey, we appreciate your wife, Jamie, too, because I don't want you to get beat up by her later. Yeah, amen. She's right here. All right, buddy. Hey, y'all <laughs> She's have a right great here, day. so <laughs> she's monitoring me. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, brother. I'll call you back later. See ya. Uh, all right. Uh, look at that. Oh, hot mama's in the house. Hold on a second here. Um, Fuck your mama. Says good morning, ass. Cowboys girl up in here. We're not gonna bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Pump day. 
She says, uh, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. So, like, oh, stewardess, I think there's diarrhea on the carpet. Now, now this is a pilot doing his job, right? This has to be, you have to give this guy pilot of the year. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Wish work realized that the ass show was on and didn't make me miss the beginning of the show. Those fucking bastards. Air Canada. Kicked two people off a flight after complaining that their seats were covered in vomit before a five-hour trip to Montreal. Susan Benson, who was on the flight departing Vegas, said two women alerted flight attendants a rancid smell coming from their seats made it unbearable to sit down. The women were not immediately identified. They were uh, ready to accept their fate. Apparently, the previous flight, someone had upchucked in that area. That's such a good word, upchucked. Although the women who were not immediately identified would accept their fate if they were told by a pilot that they needed to leave because they were rude to the flight attendants. How are you rude to the flight attendants? I ain't going to sit in that. How come nobody cleaned this bitch? You're kicking them off? What in the hell is going on in the air? Like, 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 I want to go back. Uh, hold on. We got to go back to this first flight. Now, I'm not going to bring up the pooping part. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up the responsibility part. Okay? We're all grown-ups here. All right? If you know you're going to be stuck in a cylindrical tube for eight hours. Eight hours. Okay? You don't chance it, all right. You're 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 in recycled air. You're, you're you're next to people you don't know, and 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 it's eight hours. You don't know any better than to get airport sushi. Before an eight-hour flight, you don't know. You don't think that that is going to do something to you. This is where you stick to the, the 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 meats and cheeses of the world, the shit that binds you up. Have a big old plate of steak nachos with extra cheese, and possibly see if you can get some cork served with that, because for the next eight hours. And, and, and let me just tell you something. I, I, can, I can say this because mainly I've been too big to do this most of my adult life. I've never pooped on a plane. I thought I pooped everywhere. But I have never pooped on a plane. I don't even like peeing on planes because I don't fit in the bathrooms that well. I'm telling you this right now. It, it's nothing but stuff that binds you up. Give me all the flaxseed and all that. No, flaxseed makes you go. Don't eat no grape nuts before you fly. And if you're, you're like, oh, man, I need a snack to tide me over on this eight-hour flight to Barcelona. 
You know what I think I'm going to get? <laughs> I think I'm going to get Earl's Eel Special today. Mmm, <laughs> nothing says good sushi like a place called Earl's in the Atlanta airport. I'm sure they get the freshest catches every day. Salty snacks are a friend with a side of volume if it's an eight-hour flight. Amen to that. Jesus. Give me some uh, Give me some of that shit Michael Jackson used. Propolol or whatever that is. Give me a drip of that on an eight-hour flight. I thought farting in a plane was bad, but these two stories just outdid themselves. Oh. Oh, but see, this this just, when I hear stories like this, it just makes me, it makes my heart go pitter-patter with the thought of my best friend in the entire world, Tommy, going to Europe next year. Oh, that will include uh, at least a six or seven hour flight that I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now. I guarantee that that motherfucker eats some sort of bean concoction before he gets on that flight. I'm just telling you that. Uh, morning, assholes. Had several topics I wanted to discuss with Arnie on the air, but as I was calling our soldier overseas, called uh, wife's phone. We don't get to speak with him much. So, oh, I take that. That that's fine. You just take your time. Uh. So these people were kicked off the plane because they complained it was dirty. I, I, I think that's fantastic. Way to go. Good, good job, Air Canada. This is all coming out as a story that was released last week. Hit the news, and it's pretty funny. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy. I am. Really I am. Uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. And really, really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're out. Uh, she says, "Morning, y'all. You're out. I'm. I'm surprised you're still talking to me with my Rangers just absolutely shitting the bed. I. I told you that we would try to beat the Astros, but you see, the problem with the Rangers right now is that there's nobody who's got a set of fucking nuts on the team. When Jose Altuve hit his second home run last night, that next guy should have had a fucking ball in his teeth." But no, Bruce Bochy doesn't do that. I don't know. I, I'm. I, look, I like Boach, but th- this ballless play of baseball, getting hammered by. And we got one more game tonight: Scherzer versus Verlander. Well, I thought it was going to be a good game. Probably not. So this other story, according to medical records. The FAA has investigated 4,800 pilots who receive veterans' disabilities that could bar them from the cockpit. 600 pilots in the investigations are licensed to fly for passenger airlines. The rest are fly, uh, fly cargo or corporate clients. Half of the cases have been closed, and 60 people have been ordered to cease flying on an emergency basis while their records are reviewed. So you're telling me 
that there are 5,000 people and they shouldn't be in cockpits and they're flying over our heads right now. Boy, oh boy, I wonder why we don't have flying cars. Bring back Ron Washington. Hell yeah. I like to wash. How how do you let it get to 5,000 pilots? Oh, sorry about that. Well, most of them are cargo flight. Oh, yeah, because they don't fly over our heads or anything. Those don't ever crash. By the way, those crash, and we don't hear about it because there aren't 120 passengers on there. Swoosh says diversity hires. Good job. Well, maybe that would be something we could look into. How many of these are diversity hires? Remember, it was the CEO of United Airlines who bragged about this being the most diverse class of new pilots they've ever hired. And it took Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Not even a great comedian, but Rob Schneider to go, wait a second. So not being qualified, qualification isn't the number one thing. Diversity is the number one hiring point. Hey, you've only flown for two hours in your entire life? Well, why don't we hire you here at Delta Airlines? Well, you're a black woman. Oh, boy, we can check some boxes off there. I love it. I, I, I do love it. It, it. It's getting to watch this this amazing civilization that we have that we've created over years and years. It, it, it's watching it just be torn down brick by brick in the name of fairness, in the name of diversity. I saw a video last night, somebody trying to go after, it was either Charlie Kirk or Michael, something other, guy with glasses, who I I enjoy when he fucking just rips liberals apart. And this liberal kid who was at, and and they were doing a speaking engagement at Notre Dame. And this kid was trying to talk about how bad Christopher Columbus was. Christopher Columbus, he sold slaves back to the the old world, to Spain, because, well, he was told to do it. What is Michael Knowles? That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Ogre. Uh, and, and and how awful he is, and he's quoting, you know, he, first of all, he was quoting the journal, and then he was quoting some other thing that was a quote by somebody of. You know, if it weren't for Christopher Columbus, we can, we can all hate Christopher Columbus. I, I ain't telling you what to do. If you want to feel awful and what he did to the engines and all that kind of shit, all right, great. We wouldn't be sitting here today. Huh? You probably wouldn't be listening to me. Oh, I think there'd be people that, that, that found this part of the world, but it probably wouldn't be us. Be a whole different world. Because, you see, what happened was Christopher Columbus found a, a place that has been the greatest experiment in the history of mankind. We might not have computers if it weren't for Christopher Columbus. 
well, he did bad things. Well, that was the world then. I don't know where these young people, and maybe some of y'all can help me with this, where these young people get off trying these people by today's standards. Ogre says, staying out of this argument. Hey, I, I respect that, Ogre. But do you, you would have to admit the world would be a lot different if Christopher Columbus didn't get lost and found us. You have to admit. The idea that we are punishing people for things that they did in the 1600s, or I'm sorry, 1400s, by today's standards. You know what? There would be a lot of fucking people that would be deemed rude back in the 1500s because if you sent them a message, usually it took two or three weeks to get back to you. How mad do you get when somebody doesn't text you back right away? Mm-hmm. Douglas! Screw your freedom. Just happy... Oh. Ass family, we're right back at you. And in the name of diversity, and in the name of this, and the name of that, this is the hard-on that America has for itself. This idea that everybody else wants to be like us, it ain't true. It ain't true at all. Do they want to have cool shit? Well, everybody wants to have cool shit. I don't know a person that doesn't want to have cool shit. But the way they have to get their cool shit, they have to go through a lot of fucking humps and jumps and fucking prayer mats and all kinds of shit to get cool shit. We don't. And we think everybody wants that. Not everybody wants that. They don't want that over there. They've been practicing their ways for, for for thousands of years. Okay? They've been fucking cheap for thousands of years. Ain't going to stop. Okay? They've been covering up women for thousands of years. You ain't going to stop. You can, you can take your, your glorious dynams over there. You can take your, your, your Ruth Bader Ginsburgs over there, and they can do all these lectures and all these talks. But you, my friend, are pissing in the wind. I think that's what we do best here in America is piss in the wind. We're going to bring you democracy. They don't want it. Some young people say they want it, like in Iran, that they come out and they say, oh, we want free elections, we want this, we want that. And then the old people go, no, we don't want that shit. We'll kill you motherfuckers. And that's what they do. And then them young motherfuckers turn into old motherfuckers and they say, well, we've gotten this far. Hitler came back into power because he put him back on socialism. That's why they liked him. Anywho. So now we have 5,000 people flying airplanes that probably shouldn't be flying airplanes, but we just look the other way. They go, okay, all right. Well, they fit a certain spot. Okay. Now, I just found this story. Now, now, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? 
So, so did, did, did everybody see the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Joker movie was real good. Joaquin Phoenix won an Academy Award. He didn't win for Walk the Line because the motherfucker can't sing. I'll tell you that right now. Those young people are going to become part of the machine and realize the power structure is a good gig and suppress the next generation. It's a wonderful cycle of human nature. Exactamundo. Exactamundo. Correctamundo. There you go. Once again, pissing wind. River Phoenix didn't see that movie. So, the Joker was a story, I guess, of the Joker character and how he became famous. I don't know. It's a good movie. Well, they got a part two. It's called uh, Joker Fale Adieu. And it has been released. The movie hasn't been released. This story has been released. That the upcoming movie is a musical. Really? It's a musical? It's a fucking musical? Composer Hildur Gantard was talking to comicbook.com. Oh, it's a chick. All I can say is there's going to be a lot of music. That's all I can give away. While admittedly this was a huge reveal, it's definitely interesting to see that Lady Gaga is in it. And now it's a musical. Now, why would you do that? Why, 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 why would you do that? People do not sing and dance their problems away. It is not 1952 and Gene Kelly is still dead. It's a musical. Gotta rob, gotta pillage, I'm gonna rape this dog. Uh, Like, really? The Joker? You're, You're taking one of the most beloved, hated characters of all time, and you're making a musical? What, what What is with Hollywood and the love affair they have with musicals every so often? Didn't that East Side Story movie, which was a fucking Broadway play, i.e. musical, didn't that flop? La La Land got nominated for awards that didn't win, even though it said it won. It was a black people movie that won. And now you're doing this to a comic book movie? This is this is why we hate you, Hollywood. This is why we hate you. You can't give us a good follow-up to a movie that, that won the Academy Award for Joaquin Phoenix as he was talking to cows as they were on their way to slaughter. Lady Gaga plays Harley Quinn. Maybe her dick will fall out. I was looking forward to this until you sang it was a musical. Yeah, me too. There was a movie with Bjork called Dancer in the Dark, which was a depressing-ass but excellent movie with musical scenes, but it was clear uh, they were inside the character's nutty brain, and it was only a few scenes, not an entire musical. We know Lady Gaga isn't, doesn't have to sing in every role she plays. We know Joaquin Phoenix can't sing from Walk the Line. Oh, he was terrible. 
That's why he didn't win the Academy Award. Maybe we should just let AI create new movie content. These writers suck ass. Is the same universe as Robert Pattinson diverse a raise uh, if this is shitty they're putting out? Remember when Eddie Murphy made fun of Elvis movies saying he didn't know he could act? So he said, fuck it, let's have him sing the dialogue. Lemonade. Oh, that's true. Elvis was the king, though. And, and, and look, look here, here's the other thing. Back in, 19, in the 50s and 60s when Elvis was making movies, we didn't expect a whole lot. They were picture shows back then. I mean, they weren't spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these films. And now we got Lady Gaga. By the way, replacing, are you serious? She's playing Harley Quinn. I got to say, that is a step down for Harley Quinn from Margot Robbie. I would rather hear Margot Robbie sing and see her than see Lady Gaga. A fucking musical. You know, if there was one actor in Hollywood, I, I, boy, it's between, it, it really is between Joaquin Phoenix and, and uh, uh, oh, oh, Jonah Hill. Oh, I would like, what I'd like to do is I'd like to grab Michael Sarah by the feet. Hi, I'm Michael Sarah. Hi, guys. Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, big fella. Why are you picking me up by my ankles? Now you're swinging me. I would like to beat either one of them with the body, of, with the carcass of Michael Sarah. I just don't know which one I'd want to do it more to. Joaquin? Jonah. And I know Joaquin's got a big movie coming out this, uh, this, this uh, Christmas, I believe. He's playing Napoleon. From what I understand, it's fantastic. See? Still don't like him. I still think he's weird talking to animals that are fixing to get slaughtered. You know they don't understand you, right, pal? Here, here's the two things you need to know, Joaquin. They don't understand you, and they are delicious. Oh my God. Oh, I hope they're on the way to the priming station. Mmm. Leave a little extra bit of that fat on there from where you talk to it. Appreciate it, there, partner. Michael Sarah, you don't have a name. Who are you, Seal? I'm Michael Sarah. A musical. Good God. There is a new tour to take if you go to New York City. New York City! New York City's latest tourist attraction. New York City! Rats! Tour guides offer trips to the worst rodent-infested parts of the Big Apple as thousands tune into TikToks of vermin population that's exploded across the city. So what you're telling me is that, let's say that you fly into the Big Apple and you got a little vacation plan. And you go to your ritzy hotel, and you go to the concierge, and you go, hey, Mr. Concierge, what kind of tours can I take today? And he says, well, uh, yo, uh, let me tell you, 
I, I can't. I don't feel like doing New York accent. Uh, the Brooklyn Bridge is sold out. Yankee Stadium sold out. What about the Metropolitan uh, Museum of Art? Sold out. We got this new tour that, that that's uh, that's going gangbusters, though. It's the, the largest uh, rodent infestations in the city. And it's only $60 a head. I don't know how much it is. What, 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 why would, why would people, why would people pay to go see a bunch of rats? The, the, had you, had, had you never seen a rat before? You just want to see a bunch of rats together? We can make that happen in your backyard. Mm. Maybe you just want to get uh, extra close to maybe the origins of yet another bubonic plague. Maybe. I was there when the plague started. Maybe get those T-shirts made. If you want a Brooklyn accent, just talk like Al Pacino no matter what period of life. Hoo-ha! Yes, uh, Brooklyn. You sound like that Stefan character from SNL talking about new weird things to see in New York. Yes, 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 yes. To see the largest rodent infestation. See, Guar. I love Stefan. Stefan was a great character. Bill Hader was a genius with that character. This is a real tour. People are spending their hard-earned money. Harold, Harold, let's go on the rat tour. How much trouble is a dude in if he surprises his girlfriend or wife? Trip to New York. They don't go to any Broadway shows. They eat a plethora of street food and pizza. And the one tour they go on, they don't go see the Statue of Liberty. They don't ride the Staten Island Ferry. Nope, the one thing they do is see the rats. Does Stephen Percy know about the rat tour? Oh, he'd probably sue. Oh, God, and you know. Come on, ogre. See, now you're going to make me do it because I guarantee you. I, I promise you this, that the only music you hear on tour Endless Loop, 24 hours a day. <laughs> the rats fist pumping and GTLing. No, those would be the New Jersey rats. These are the New Yorker rats. These one. These are the ones that have the class. I swear to God, to be entertained, people will do anything. Hey, I'm a, and by the way, how do you come up with this? Hey, man, let's start up a tour. Okay, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's show people rats. All right, I know where a bunch of rats are. 
I was buying crack from this guy. <laughs> Is that how that started? So I was buying crack from this dude in this alleyway, and there were a whole bunch of rats there. Let's people t- let's take people to see him there. I mean, in the South, we'll take people to see body parts. Like, if there's, like, a human hand somewhere and we know where it is, we'll be like, yeah, we'll walk over there and see that. I want to touch the hand, but we'll, we'll show you the hand. And if you try to touch the hand, we'll be like, hey, don't touch the hand, man. <laughs> it's like AJ said in The Sopranos, so that's a crack hoe. Oh, Jesus. Now, I don't know why these Irish parents are getting shit here. Well, I do because we, we need to talk this out a little bit. Parents in the town 45 minutes just outside Dublin have band together. Wow, look at that. Parents working together. Who'd have thunk it? To enforce a smartphone ban for kids until they finish elementary school. Well... Now, I got to say, the finishing elementary school in Ireland means that you're probably about 17. So that's good. Justina Flynn, a clinical psychologist and resident of the Greystones, says it was just striking results of the rise in anxiety, depression, and everything we noticed of having mobile phones, especially among the young kids. I think that was pretty good. Parents Association in eight schools across the town of Greystone decided that uh, to respect, restrict smartphone access for children, which, by the way, I have no problem with. Schools had already banned the restricted device use on their grounds, but the parents decided to take things further. Don't you know? The brain is not developed for children or the Irish. Their use of phone is associated with anxiety, depression, obesity, sleeping disorders, and many other health problems that they have. Hey, 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 probably got Brendan Gleason and Colin Farrell to do a PSA. My seven-year-old keeps asking me one, and I'm like, in 10 years, son. Hey, here's the deal. I'm going to say it now, and I'm, I'm going to live by this stance for the rest of my life. And I believe this, tr- this to be true. There ain't a kid alive, not one alive today, under the age of 15, 14, 15, and I'll say even 16, that needs a smartphone. They don't need it. What do they need a smartphone for? Has anybody... Uh, like, I don't think kids need cell phones, but I understand the parents are worry warts and they want their phone, their kids to have security and all this kind of stuff, and there ain't nothing wrong with flip phones. Ain't a damn thing wrong with flip phones. Okay? And, 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 and you parents, I love you. You're doing the hardest job known to mankind by raising the next adults. But let, let's, let's remember something real quick. Let's just remember something, shall we? And we have to go back in time. You remember, because uh, if you're in my generation, you remember this. You remember when the VCR time would just flash 12? 
Who would have to fix that? Oh, that's right, the kids. Who would have to do all that stuff? Because the kids were up on technology, and guess what? The kids are up on technology now. So you can have your little um, locks and bands and parental controls on there. Psst. I'm just going to tell you. Psst. Kids are going to get around it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Did I just let the cat out of the bag there? Kids don't need that. Look. I, I, I will die on a hill on this one. Kids don't need smartphones. Kids don't need to be on the Internet. Oh, you people. Oh, my, my kids need the Internet. My kid, but for school, we need the Internet. You don't need it. It might be convenient. It might be an easier way to do homework. But you don't need it. Uh, the Irish ban cell phones for kids until 16. Still keep the legal drinking age at four. Well, they know what's up. Wait, hold on a second here. We got a telephone call coming to this phone now. Uh, yes, dear, you're on the air. I have the Grinch. You have, have it. I have the Grinch. Thank God. So you're in a good mood now? Uh, we'll see. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank God she got the fucking Grinch. The old joke uh, in uh, New York and Japan, they don't even drop the ball. They just have a VCR up on the building, Fashing 12. There's a new charter school in Texas that is paper only. They got rid of technology in schools. That's good. I'm glad they... Hey, we got some pretty smart people that were around before computers took over everything. We did okay. Thank God, Arnie's safe. Uh, thank God I say uh, I get it. My son is going to go to school, and his friends are going to have phones. I can't prevent him from being exposed to smartphones, but I can make it harder. That is true. Look, look, look here. Kids are going to be, they're going to have other kids that want that, I, and, and their parents give in to them. You have to decide if you're going to be a parent or their friend. Meanwhile, my high schoolers have almost all their books online. We went to the moon with computers less primitive than a ColecoVision. Bubba wants to come in here, but he can't because Mama's almost home, and then he'll want to go out, so I'm not getting up for him. Here, here's where I stand this idea, we, we have been so pussyfooting kids for the last 15 to 20 years. I'm glad. You know, Triple Mama 5, hold on a second here. I didn't I didn't play your, your good morning open here. Damn, damn, damn. You know why the books are online? Because you remember a few years ago, maybe 10, 15 years ago, we had kids who were taking rolling suitcases to school because, quote, the books were too heavy. You remember that? Do you remember the books are too heavy? And and, and we'd have... Ba- How, uh, we didn't get to complain about the heavy books, and we had heavy books. Ogre, didn't you have heavy books from, like, junior high on? 
Weren't all our books heavy, too? And if we had homework in every class, that's like seven classes. And that means you got to take seven big-ass thick books home. And you know what? We put it in our book bag, and we strapped that shit on our back, and we went home with it. Because we weren't a bunch of sniveling little pussies. And then they get the rolling suitcases. Jesus Christ. I swear. And now the books are online. Well, this way we can prevent the kids. And you know what? And then they don't need a backpack. Because the backpacks all have to be transparent now. Because guns are in every single school in the world. My Jansport backpack busted at the seams every year. Of course it did, because books were big and heavy. See, back then we raised a generation of people that fuck. We ain't even close to the pioneer people. This was this was our shot. This was our shot to be looked at as as somewhat you know rugged by carrying books around. Now that books are online. <laughs> Shut up. You know what else is online? The answers for everything. I don't even know how a teacher teaches. So true. They carry a, a Chromebook, notebook, and water bottle. Jesus. I tell my kids, sucks for you, we had cool lockers. Yeah, we had lockers. We could put shit in. We could put pictures of naked chicks up on in there. We get a Playboy, we stick them boobies up in there, and we see them boobies each and every day. You ain't got that now because you can't have backpacks. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. That's where we are currently. Just wait. Times are about to get worse. Well, thank God I'm checking out of this fucking marble. Man, oh, man. Good for the Irish parents, though. By the way, uh, I I commented on a story last night on uh, Facebook. It's this guy who wrote this. uh, And and it was a. Christine from the Ass Family put it up on the Superfans page. I moved my family to Cal- from California to Austin. This is the title of it. And regretted it. Here are ten things to consider before making the expensive mistake. Okay. We'll go through this real quick. And, and he, remember, he moved to Austin. That's why I'm doing this story here. Luckily, I was smart enough to school and finish most of my homework before I even left, so I only had to bring home books, a couple of heavy books. If it didn't fit in my backpack, I stayed in my locker until the next day, and I'd complete the work before class started. You found a workaround. This is about a guy named Brett Alder who moved from California to Austin. All right, this is what he said. He said 10 things. Number one, the weather. Sure, you've heard it's hot and hit, but how bad could it be? It's just weather. Um, oh, Brady kid, don't get ahead of me yet. Don't get ahead of me yet that Austin is the San Francisco of Texas because you're absolutely right. 
I saw this article last night, and what a dumb fucking retard this asshole was. He clearly never heard of the word research. When I tell you it's hot in Texas, it's fucking hot. If you don't think, this is what you need to do. The next time that you're in Sacramento, when you're in Sacramento and you're thinking about moving, okay, and if you move from anywhere like the Bay Area where it's never really hot, 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 and you don't have to deal with humidity, this is what you need to do because I hate these things. You know those misters that they put? We used to have these, we, we would have these backlot barbecues at the radio station. And it would be in the summertime. So it's like, you know, 104 degrees in Sacramento. And then they would turn these misters on and it was instant humidity. And people would complain about it. And I'm like, well, this was like back home. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. It gets fucking really hot here. It, it's very unpleasant hot, okay? And if hot ain't your bag, don't come here. Okay? Just do not come here. That's his first thing. And if that's your first thing, you're too stupid. No public land. Think about public land much? Yeah, me neither. On the West Coast, we take public lands for... Soaring Sierra Nevadas, sandy beaches, public place canyons. Fuck you. We have fucking... It's 900 miles from top to bottom of Texas. You can't find something to do there? Oh, we don't have public lands. We got beaches here. It's a fucking nine-hour drive. You want to you go? Look, go to Padre Island. Go to Corpus Christi. They got beaches, dickhead. Number three, there's nowhere to go. In the biggest fucking state in the continuous, contiguous United States, it's the biggest fucking, there's nothing, to, there's nowhere to go. You can go to Barton Springs down in Austin. You can go to New Bromfields. Go to Green Hall. You can go to San Antonio and see the Alamo. You can drive to El Paso and watch people jump the border. There are hills and trees in Texas, tons of hiking, but you have to research where they are, just like any other goddamn state in the country. Let's see. Uh, I bitch about things being pricey in Austin, rude people in Austin. Apparently never heard the rest of Texas. Okay. Uh, number four, dishonesty. There are bad people everywhere you go. Shut up, asshole. Yelp. Talking about the bad restaurants in Austin. I've never heard anybody complain about the restaurants in Austin. Rudeness. Rudeness. Exhibit A was a dad wearing a Don't Move to Austin t-shirt. A play on Don't Mess With Texas. Let me get this straight. I uprooted my family, moved across the states, and that's the welcome I get? What Did you want him to suck your dick? Do you know what you're doing? All the people that move to Texas make Texas a more expensive place to live. You're a drain on our power grid. You cause more traffic. College Station, I'm, I'm not even going to read that. Uh, what what are those other? Not quite conservative utopia. Well, you're in Austin, stupid. 
I, I, I mean, seriously, you're in Austin. All you got to do is leave Travis County. Walk out of Travis County. Go to Bastrop. Go to Lukenbach. They'll be a lot more conservative there, my friend. Monoculture. What, that we're proud of being from here? Well, you can go fuck yourself on that. Punitive military, military schools and sports. So your kid sucks at sports, that's what you're telling me? And here we reward winners. We want our kids to win. That's how we see a lot of our kids, and it doesn't happen all the time. That's how a lot of kids get to go to college in this state. First time we drove from California to Texas, we stopped in El Paso for a night. It was an interesting experience for sure. What, did you get robbed? Number 10, cedar allergies. Number 11, couldn't stop big home luxury obsession. Moral of the story, I would take a lot of money to buy a California-like lifestyle in Austin. If you're moving to Austin, make sure because of the things that it offers – Downtown lifestyle, barbecue, football, live music, nice houses, professional opportunity, and that you won't miss the things that you're leaving behind. Good weather, public spaces, etc. Well, he moved to a city that defunded their police, and now those same police, the ones that are left, are telling robbery victims to call 311 instead of 911, the emergency uh, line. Due to staff shortages. This is something that the Austin police just recently put out on Twitter. Did you, and it's a little like a picture here. Did you get robbed on your way back from a bank or ATM? Call 311 or make an online report. Mention in your report that you were coming from a bank when the crime was committed. Include the time and date of your money withdrawal. I I, I can't make this shit up, people. You fucking whore. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher says, Jesus H. Christ, Arnie. Who the fuck is this guy? I'm not from Texas, but I love Texas, and I know enough about Texas. I'm in the mind to track this pud thumper and stomp a mud hole in his ass. Look, look this is the thing. It's not about Texas. This, this, this is a person, I, as reading this story, this is a person that wouldn't be happy anywhere, including in California. He wants to live in a utopia. He wants to live in a California that's cheap, which can't exist anymore due to the their own problems. He wants to stay put, but he thought, oh, wow, everybody is moving to Texas. And I tell people all the time, and y'all know I tell people all the time, if you want to move to Texas and live in Texas, Texas, do not move to Austin. Austin has a mantra of keep Austin weird, and they've had that mantra for a long, long time. But it's become make Austin communist they have a serial killer problem going on there right now at least one the police shortage is a real issue 
And now we're telling people if they get robbed on the street at gunpoint to call 311 because they don't have the officers because the city defunded them. The last group of people I will blame in this is the police department. This is the city of Austin, and this is the people of Austin that did this. Good weather in California, like 100-plus degrees every summer, like wind fires choking half the state, like ice storms blocking off those precious mountains, like beaches covered with human waste and needles and trash, like big cities like L.A. and San Francisco with homelessness and rampant out-of-control crime, like supply chain issues and government overreach. Yeah, it's horrible in Texas. Uh, good Darren says, fuck you, Texas didn't want, real Texas didn't want you here anyway. No. If you're moving to Austin, say in the outskirts of the metro area, moving into that country, county, uh, that is Texas, y'all. Gorgeous grasslands and rolling hills and farms and polite people and great food. Absolutely true. You want to live in downtown Austin? You're a fucking idiot. I'm going to tell you the truth here. If you want to move anywhere near Austin, Move to fucking Round Rock. It's 30 miles north of Austin, which means you don't have to go through Austin traffic. I haven't been to Austin in a couple years, and there's a reason for that. Their infrastructure is so fucked. They, they didn't build, they, they, they made the city too big. Well, and and without leaving room for people to get around. Oh, it's horrible. If you have to drive through Austin, if you're going down to San Antonio, or if you're going down to, you know, Corpus or or South Padre, and you got to drive on I-35 South, get ready. Because once you pass Round Rock, it's going to take you at least an hour or so to get through Austin. And it's a pain in the ass. All right, we'll take a break there because we got listener mail coming up next. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Swoosh says, just moved to Seattle, Tacoma area. <laughs> Wait, they don't want you there either. No, no, nobody wants you there, letter writer or, or, or story writer, you fucking dick. Uh, listener mail coming up next. Uh, <laughs>
bishop sitting on a bale of hay. He ain't good looking, but he sure can play. And there's a season top, and you can't forget that old brother Willis getting soaking wet. And all the good people down in Tennessee are digging barefoot Jerry and CDB. Well, gather round, gather round, chill and get down. Well, you can get down, chill and get loud. Well, you can get loud, him be proud. Well, you can be proud, him be proud to a rebel, cause South's gonna do it again. Yes, it is.
Some have said down through history, if you last, it's a mystery. But I guess they don't know what they're talking about. From the mountains down to the sea, you become such a habit with me. America, America. Well, I come from down round Tennessee, but the people in California are nice to me. America, it don't matter where I may roam. Tell you people that it's home, sweet home. America, America, and my brother. All black and white, yellow too, and the red man is right to expect a little from you. Promise and then follow through, America. All the men who fell on the plains and who lived through hardship and. Welcome back to the big show here on a glorious and beautiful. Gotta find the sound effect. And it is that time once again, each and every week on Wednesdays, we read your mails that you send to me here at arnieradio.com. If you got questions, I answer them. If you got requests, I try to listen to them. And all of this is sponsored by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. 
the rest, well, they're at it again. I guess they just all got released. I, 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 I don't know about this. This is what the the latest I've heard about the rest. The rest send you a gift, quote unquote, and when you open it, it's knockout gas. That's right. You open it up. It's like an old Batman fucking comic. And the dust hits you in the face, and it knocks everybody out in the house, animals included. Then when you come to, your body is paralyzed, but you are coherent of everything that's happening. And they've turned you into human furniture, and they film their senior trans porn on you, the furniture. All to the delight and chuckles of those shit-of-stand princes. You know who doesn't do that? I'm going to tell you, my friends, who doesn't do that. My friend Jesse at JS Force, he doesn't do that. He doesn't know any shit-of-stand princes. He lives in Nevada. And he wants to put good floors in. He doesn't want to film senior trans porn. That's gross. If you want good floors put in and don't have to worry about being used as human furniture... Call my friend Jesse at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, 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 we, uh, we, we, we have a couple big ones here earlier, or at least one big one, so, uh, I gotta find the right, there we go. We gotta get the music out. <clears throat> And here we go. Yes, I have a dip in my mouth, if anybody's wondering. We'll do two today. Anytime, band. There you go. Mm-hmm. I am somebody that you don't know, uh, but you're asking me things that I know, and I'm like, damn. It's 8 a.m., Ask me on the street, it's aight. Ask me on lines out of sight, and I'm like, hey, you're okay. Cause I don't want no coffee, I don't want no tea, just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all that I need. Whoa! And sticks and stones are what break bones, and you need to ask Arnie. And do it now, or... He just fucked a cow. Oh my god. That's so yuck. Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 I summoned my inner tailor for that one. Yeah, that, that, one, that one right there, that, that's pretty gold, but... This this is the true champion of the songs right here. Here we go. I think I could just wear this 24-7. Okay. This That'd be okay. is actually so flattering. Can and we I'm see not that? the bustiest gal. There you go. You know you're Asian. That's why you're not the bustiest gal. It's time to pay for what you did. Said I was a photo booth at a Chuck E. Cheese. Big ass mistake. 
your biggest one you underestimated me this whole time look what I've done I am still Arnie you thought I'd fail you pompous prick she sound now. All I say is wow. You all are losers and I am still Arnie. You dirty cunts. I learned a lot what you've done you sent a flower to me when my dad your friend died fuck you up but I have grown no not like the sow I still chew tobacco and sometimes I fuck cows I am still learning you twice. And I know it bugs you lots and lots. I am still learning. You never will be. You're not as funny or talented as me. One more time for the end. We got it. We all know the words. I'll count you in. Three, two, go. I am still Arnie. You never will be. You're not as funny or talented as me. My butthole. There you go. There you go. Gold performances right there. Just solid gold. I mean, right, right now, Dick Clark. Dick Clark is is scratching to get out of the casket to sign me to a deal. Oh, I see. We had a Texas hater. What a scab, Alicia! Alicia, there you are. Hold on a second. I took a dump at work. Absolute gold, platinum. Thank you. I appreciate it. He is a butt crack who fell on a wine rack. Well, we could, we, I, I could maybe add that in there. Uh, all right. First one here is from Heather. It says, Arnie, I just want to tell you how much I love your show. And I try as much as I can to listen live. And I have never thought I would do this, but I have an ask question for you. Uh. These are ask questions that I fucking hate. Oh, man. My dog Shelly is almost 11 years old, and she is a, a mutt mix at best as if I could ever tell. I'm afraid that she's on her very last legs. 
How do you know when it's the right time to say goodbye? Um, <laughs> that eat my butthole line took the song from great to legendary. <laughs> Thank you, Stink Fist. Yeah, I figured I'd add that in now. The, 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 the more digs at them, the better. Um, oh, Heather, Heather, I'm so sick. This is the worst part about having pets. I'll say dogs, but I'll say pets for all you cat people and fish people and bird people and piranha people. This is the worst part about having pets, that you know you're going to outlive them. You know it, and it sucks. It is the absolute worst feeling in the world, Heather. I don't know if you've had pets before. Um, you think your dog's on the last legs. You know, take your doctor, find out. When, you're, when you come home and your dog is laying in her piss and shitting blood. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good time to tell. Um, it's going to fucking suck. Yeah, I, I, like to wa- I, I don't like to watch the videos, but they're, they're at least, you know, when, when somebody knows they're taking their dog to their demise, they take them, they get them a burger, they give them a steak, they give them chocolate, all kinds of stuff. Brandon Kid says, we'll send you Bubba. Uh, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that day. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that day at all. I hope Bubba just drops dead. That, 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 that's the only thing I could handle. I had to do it to uh, Satana's dog, who she hated. I liked him, but it, it still sucked. I've had to put my my very first dog, Harvey. My dad took him to put put her, her down. Her, yeah, she was a girl dog. Mookie, same thing. I, I it's the word. Heather, there's no. When's the right time to say goodbye? Never. You'll have to figure that out, and it's gonna suck. Man, oh man, I hate pet questions more than anything. Fucking ask me abortion questions. If it's a cat, just throw it in the fucking trash. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Fish you can flush. A dog is a member of the family. A dog alerts you when bad shit's happening. Or there's strange people in the neighborhood. Sure, Bubba won't fight, but he'll let me know that there's a fight of brewing. Having them come to the house makes it a little easier. Okay. Uh, If they can't get around it, that quality of life isn't worth it. No, it's not. Tearing up just thinking about the eventual fear. Oh, it, it, it. see, Darren, this is why I hate this topic because it makes you think that way. Mm-mm. I ain't gonna think that way. I think that what happens to Bubba is that Bubba is going to attack somebody who comes in and have a heart attack doing it, and then I get to kill the uh, the, the person that broke in. I get to kill the person that made my dog die. I will feel okay about that. It was so hard for when my best friend got cancer. He wasn't 13, still had a lot of energy. He had cancer, just couldn't pee. It was so hard holding him back as he took his last breath. See, it tears me. I, 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 moving on. <laughs> I, look, Heather, Heather, I do not envy you in this task. Your ass family will send you good vibes through this horrible ordeal, but there is nothing worse than this. Oh, God, this is fucking gut-wrenching. Been two years and I still tear up thinking about my guilt, Mr. Jack. Oh, it's it, it's. Look, I think about 
I think about all the dogs I've had. And then I think about Bubba, and it's like, nope, uh-uh. You can hear it in my damn voice. All right, moving on. No more of that shit. Good Lord. All right, scumbag, oh, pay damn. attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich Way to out go, of Heather. hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Way to turn me into a puss. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Barry, uh, because it was weird picking up Bella's Pine Box or Walmart water bottle to put her ashes in. Um, uh, this is from Barry. It says, Dear Arnie, my daughter is a huge Swifty, and she really wants to see her so bad when and if she comes around again. I was just wondering, how many points will this cost me on my man card? Oh, no, 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 no don't think... <laughs> Now, Barry, are you making up a daughter right now? If you're making up a daughter, then it's going to cost you your entire man card. (laughs) Darren says, I hope the next letter is about sex or something fun. Oh, we get to ridicule a man here, Darren, so it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Look here. No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're being a good dad. I know that Stink Fist didn't. Didn't Stink Fist take his daughter to see Taylor Swift? And and I, I know that Taylor's talking about doing some more shows later on. I hope you get to go. I know that. Braddy Kid just posted it. Barry, if you're listening, I believe the date is October 13th that there will be a Taylor Swift movie, the Eras Tour movie. And, yes, I have been I, I have been summoned to go, and I will go because my wife, Braddy Kid, is a huge Swifty. And I know that this will make her happy, so I'm going to go. I don't want to, but I will go. And there's going to be singing and dancing going on there, and I'm not looking forward to it, but that's what you do. And if you're a dad, you definitely have to do that. Look, one of the biggest, roughest, toughest guys I know, who was a co-host on this show last Friday, has seen Justin Bieber live. Why? Because his daughter wanted him to go. And I know the man, and he does not like Justin Bieber, so he went for his daughter. And that right there, your man card, you actually gain points on your man card for that. Unexpected road trip. Catch y'all tomorrow, USA. I took my daughter to the Paw Patrol movie and resigned to taking her to girly concerts eventually. Does that take away my man card? Hell no, it adds to your man card because your first and most important role as a man is to take care of your family. Ag-Zacta-Mundo. Ken Dog. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. He says, brave soul and good husband, I would never go. Yeah. No, it, it, it's what you have to do. It, it, it's it's the shitty part. Look, I remember, uh, holy crap. I got a lot to read there. Uh, Alicia says 100% ogre. Yeah, you, 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 look, Barry, don't don't think about this. Just do it. You know, it, it this will help keep her off the pole. How's that? At least I hope. You don't take her to this show, your daughter becomes a stripper instantly. 
You don't want that now, do you? I'm trying to save you. I don't want to be that guy to, to yell in the back, she died by sucking dick. I, I don't want to be that guy at your funeral, Barry. I don't want that. I mean, I do, but I don't. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Ooh, this is from Fiona. I went to high school with a girl named Fiona. She didn't shave her legs because her mother was Scottish. It was weird. Uh, Barry, remember the words of Al Bundy's conscience. You know what you got to do, cowboy. Exactly. Exactly. Fiona says, Arnie, I need you to be honest. I need to be honest with you. I have been on this miserable coast for only a few years, originally from Ohio, but I've heard all about this Burning Man event. And I was wondering because I've never really figured out what it's about. Wondering since you spent your time on the coast, what in the hell is it? Burning Man. One of my one of my dearest dearest friends is a burner. He is an ass family member. He is a part of this show. He said hello to me this morning and and said some terrible things about the Longhorns, and that's okay because I still love the Warbird. I gave up my picking on the Burning Man a long time ago because Warbird. It it, it it's one of these. It, it, it's a festival for people to just let loose. Special Kale. Hold on. Kale, I haven't said good morning to you yet. Hold on a second. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Um, it's a hippie. Look, it used to be that. It used to be a bunch of people. It started in San Francisco and it got too big, so they moved it out to the Black Rock Desert. And these are people that just want to have a good time, be left alone. Yeah, they do weird shit. Look, being in the desert in August is weird enough for me. And then they wear fur, and I guess that protects them from the sand. But it's grown into this gigantic... It used to be really, truly like a hippie fest, where people would barter for things. They would trade drugs for other drugs or trade sex for drugs. Look, look, it, they did their thing, okay? They did their thing. They would trade trade toenail clippings for food. It's you, you, shit like that, okay? And that's them. They can have it. More power to them. Enjoy it. Did I enjoy seeing the mud? Yes, I enjoyed seeing that. I love when people get fucking their shit ruined. I don't like it when my shit gets ruined, but I like seeing other people's shit get ruined because I know what happens to other people then. It's turned into a gigantic monstrosity. And the, the people that really attend Burning Man who follow the, the, the principles, I believe there are ten principles, and one of the big ones is cleaning up after yourself. And I know that Warbird was a part of Burning Man, and he would help stay and clean up the desert from when these people didn't adhere to the rules. And these people don't adhere to the rules because they'll clean up after themselves and they drive to Reno and they go to a a, a hotel parking lot and they dump all their shit there. I've never liked the event. I would never, ever go to the event, but the event used to be something that was very important, very spiritual to a lot of people, and now it's been a corporate sellout. It'll never go away because you'll still have the true burners. 
Uh, it's become too uh, commercial compared to what it meant to be. Yeah. Uh, fuck almost 600 bucks a ticket. Yeah. So, they feel that's what it is. Look, don't spend too much time on it. The news likes to spend time on it because they like to pick on those people. And I like to pick on those people, but I know a lot of those people. And they're just going to have fun. A lot of them are just going to have fun and, and un, unwind and unleash in a way that they can't do it anywhere else. I say more power to them. They ain't hurting anybody. That's what I got to say. Sassy Pammy! Hey, cowboy. Hey! You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Yep, there she is. Good morning to you. Yep, filling up dumpsters with furniture. Oh, and all the bikes. Oh, God. All the bikes. I can't imagine. Oh, the bike. I imagine the bike thing was a nightmare this year, trying to ride around in that mud. But look, hey, man, these, these, these people, some of these people are hardworking people that you have no idea are burners. And they go out there and they do their hippie crazy shit and then they come back to work and they're ready to go. So I'd say more power to them. I ain't ever going to do it. I think it's stupid. I'd, I, I think camping's stupid. I think camping in the desert is extremely stupid. I think camping in the desert in August is about the stupidest thing you can do. But there are a lot of people think that me watching pro wrestling five, six nights a week is the stupidest thing I can do. And we do have some wrestling talk, and I got to talk about something that happened on NXT last night. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was wondering if you could actually answer something for me. What, do I not actually answer questions on this show? I keep seeing this new line of celebrity out there, and usually they are the kids of famous people. Like, what in the hell have the Beckhams kid done to actually become a celebrity? Are these people that will be starring in movies in the future? Because I would say stay on strike forever then. And that's from Ed. They come back and go to the Rib Festival, usually smell it up for days before showering. Oh, they do stink. Um, all right. In your defense, Arnie, nobody ever died watching wrestling in a recliner. That is, that, that's true. That is very, very... Thank you, Mr. J. Um, I, I, Ed, I, I'm in the same... I don't know why these young... It started with Paris Hilton, okay? Paris Hilton never did anything. She just would show up at clubs and parties and people would photograph her and, and she became a celebrity. She has no real talent. We used to, celebrities used to have talent. They used to mean something to the world. If the world never got Paris Hilton, the world would be fine. Okay? And then Paris Hilton is the reason we have Kim Kardashian. Another person who has done absolutely, positively nothing and is a billionaire. She tried to act in a movie, and she couldn't play fucking dead. So she's not a movie star. You want to call her a reality star? I don't even know what reality is, because that's all fake, too. And now we're getting David Beckham and Posh Spice. They shit out some kids. And now these kids are giant celebrities. Why are the kids celebrities? What'd they do? 
they came out of a, a very famous vag. That's it. There's no evidence of someone dying in the recliner watching wrestling. Yep. Wrestling was not the cause of their death in the recliner. How about that? Watching wrestling was not the cause of death in their recliner. We can say that for sure. Maybe some underlying issues. Maybe they had a widow maker. They're all clogged up. I don't know. But wrestling didn't do it. I don't look Ed, I don't know why these are celebrities. I hope they don't look they'll try. They'll put these people in cameo parts and somehow maybe they'll do something. The new line of we deserve better celebrities. I, I want celebrities that have drug issues. I want celebrities that have alcohol abuse issues. You know what? Because that makes them celebrities. I want them to live the celebrity lifestyle, but I want them to produce good movies and good TV shows that entertain me. That way I can forgive them for all the bad stuff they do. This is why rock stars will always be the top tier of fucking celebrity. Because they do the most heinous shit and we still love them. We're hanging on every breath that Ozzy Osbourne takes, yet this is the same man that pissed on the fucking Alamo. So, I look, Ed, I don't know. I, I hope these people aren't the next tier of celebrities because we do deserve better celebrities. The, the movies that are coming out, look, I, I'm looking forward to it. We got Expendables 3 or 4. Expendables 4 coming out in, I think, 20 days, somewhere around there, 21 days, something. And then the Iron Claw movie. That's what I'm looking forward to. I might see, I saw the the uh, premiere, or, or not the premiere, I saw, I finally got to see a trailer for this new Martin Scorsese movie, uh, The Flowers of the Full Moon. It's about... The people that, that 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 murdered these Indians that found oil on their reservations in Oklahoma. Chazman says Gary Busey. Stomach is hurting. Can you not hear my language? It's called English. Process it. it. Find it. Put it in your head. Put it in your thinking cap. Boring. Uh, boring. 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 What? You must understand that you go to Chinatown. You get Chinatown. You get nunchucks. Well, now you can't get nunchucks. Before you get nunchucks, and they hit yourself on the on the hand. You go numb fucks. Because it it hurt, but you didn't want to say our or anything like that. You just said. That's the celebrity I want. I want Gary Busey. I want Gary Busey to go on and say, let's talk about buttered sausage. That's my celebrity. My celebrity is Al Pacino showing up and just yelling everywhere he's at. Not 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 one of the new Beckham kids or one of Gordon Ramsay's kids going around being a celebrity. I'll say this, at least Steve Irwin's kids took over his job and they become a celebrity that way. Was he talking to Mage? Oh shit. All right, all right. Next one here. Here we go. Mm, Jesus. We do deserve better celebrities, I'll tell you that. Don't move! Stay where you are! 
It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Barney, what a weekend in college football. I'll give you total credit for calling Colorado, but didn't you also say that Clemson would be in your final four at the end of the season? I did. I love you and Joe and Sports Talk. Good luck to the Horns this weekend. That's from Tony. Yeah, big weekend this weekend. Last weekend was fantastic. Clemson loses to Duke. That is a giant upset, and it happened in Death Valley. That was That's an amazing upset. And I have to give it to the pundits. They called that one. Nobody called the Colorado TCU one except me and maybe Joe. I think Coach Prime is going to have a – I'm going to say this right now. I think they become bowl eligible this season. I think college. I think Colorado goes to a bowl game. I think Shadur Sanders has a wonderful season. I just don't think that that team is built deep enough to go for a long haul. They did give up 42 points to TCU and a new quarterback. Their defense, they need to worry about that. They got a big game this weekend against the Cornhuskers, which Joe and I will talk about tomorrow. We'll make our picks. But it is college football time, and man, oh, man, it's fantastic. Biggest game this weekend is Texas-Alabama. Game day is going to be there. Pat McAfee's already there. It's going to be huge. I just hope it's as good as last year's game, the game that was stolen from us by ourselves. Look, I, I – there was a terrible call in the game, which made me rip a shirt in half. True story. That that part did not get caught on video, and I'm glad about that. I mean, I Hulk Hogan ripped it. I mean, I ripped it from the middle. I full-on Superman that shit. Terrible bullshit targeting a quarterback call in the end zone. Cost us fucking two points. That should have been a safety. And then we drove the ball down, took the lead, but we left too much time on the clock for a Heisman Trophy quarterback to lead his team down, kick the game-winning field goal, and walk out as a 10-point favorite, uh, a two-point winner. I was pissed. There are no such thing as moral victories. Everybody can say, oh, the Longhorns played such a great game. Yeah, they still fucking lost. And our quarterback got hurt in the game. Tell you what, Alabama, you don't hurt our quarterbacks. Your lifetime record against us is a whole lot different. I was concerned with Texas in the first half, but they turned it on at halftime. Colorado wins six games this season. Duke will fall out of the rank. Oh, I, look, look, Mr. J, Duke is a – I'm not buying the Duke thing. I'm not buying the North Carolina thing. You know, last week the game day was North Carolina-South Carolina game. and doing a story about North Carolina. I don't buy it. It's ACC football. And, and, and it ain't Clemson with a fucking long-haired quarterback anymore. So I don't care about the ACC. The only good team, it seems like, that's left in the ACC is, is Florida State, who whooped LSU's ass. Is LSU not as good as we thought? I don't know. Texas Tech sure as shit isn't. Sorry, Harrison. You're looking down the barrel of 0-2 against Oregon. That poor duck had to do 81 damn push-ups at one time this weekend. Mascot does a t- does push-ups for all the points they score. Last touchdown they got was 81. That duck is probably yoked. 
How about Oregon State? They beat up on San Jose, and people are shitting themselves. Whoa, Cowboy, not so Oregon State. Look, the Pac-12 last weekend went undefeated. <laughs> Got to give them credit where credit's due. They went undefeated. Ain't going to be the, the stop. Just stop it. I will say this. The one game that I do want to see Colorado win is against SC. I would like to see Shador Sanders just whoop Caleb Williams' ass. I'd like to see that. I don't know if we will see that. I don't know when that game is in the season. But I think that I think that Colorado gets a lot of their wins early. And I don't think they're going to lose out the end of the season. I think they're just going to have to pick their wins. And, and, and look, here's the thing. I'm not rooting for them, but I really do like Coach Prime. I like Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is a guy who worked his ass off, and he had talent. You know how they say talent, uh, uh, hard work always beats talent? Yeah, but hard work doesn't beat talent when talent is working as hard as you are. That's what, that's what makes them better. And, and Dion was that. Dion backed up every, tr- every shit he talked, he backed it up. And if you don't like that, then stop him. Stop him. If the Braves would have won the World Series that he played in, he would have been the MVP of that World Series. He hit something like 394 in that series. And it was the it was the series before the National League Championship Series where he dumped the water on Tim McCarver's head because Tim McCarver was a complete douchebag to him because Tim McCarver is a complete douchebag. And that's why Dion dumped the water on him. I ain't got a problem with that. Why are you talking shit about a guy who's doing two sports and doing them both at the top of his level of his game? There's no need to say anything bad. You don't have to say anything good. Just sit back and appreciate what he's doing. I personally think if his career would have been allowed to play out and he didn't get that terrible hip injury, I think Bo Jackson would have gone down easily as the greatest two-sport athlete ever. Maybe the greatest athlete of all time. And we wouldn't have a discussion about it. But since Dion's in the running, we have to. Because, see, Dion hit a home run and scored a touchdown in the same week. Bo didn't. I love you here talk technically about football. It's always impressive to see your uh, apply your craft. Who was the stupid motherfucker that fucked you over uh, with your sports show? With how good you are, you should be the biggest name in sports broadcasting like everyone else sucks compared to you. Christopher, thank you. Um, When we had our sports show, uh, we were on in Oakland. That's right, I broadcast to Oak Town. We were on the A's flagship station, uh, me and Scab. And it was the local programmer. Uh, They they recently hired him from St. Louis. Uh, and he said, well, first thing we got to do is get rid of the Sad Town Show. Didn't see our ratings. And by the way, we actually did have ratings. We were the only show on that station to have ratings. And I was supposed to get to throw out a first pitch of a Rangers-A's game, and that was taken away from me, and I have never forgiven that. I don't know the guy's name because I know I would fucking stalk him. But, yeah, that was taken away. Here, Christopher, I do love talking sports, but I I, I – when I did it as a whole show, it was very boring, especially like during basketball season because I don't talk a lot of basketball or a lot of hockey. 
And if there's no football on and no baseball on, it, it was tough. And I had to be nice to the Wolfpack, too. And I fucking hated that school. By the way, still hate that school. I ain't got a problem with the fans. I like that. The Wolfpack fans are amazing fans. You show up for that terrible school year in and year out, good for y'all. But as far as the school goes, a little quick story here. Um, you would think. Now, I, I don't need my ass kicked. Or ass kissed for doing my job. I don't. But when I went to Reno and I did a sports show on the ESPN station, I was technically the only live sports talk. There was one more, the the William Hill Sportsbook Show, which I, I highly recommend if you're in Reno listening to because I love the host. J.D. the Hawk Stevens, Kenny B., I love those guys. And they know their sports backwards and forwards, forwards and back. They just aren't quite as elegant as me. Um, when Nevada basketball season started, and they were going to have a really good team that year, um, I was hired the first week of September, which meant I missed the sports information director meeting with all the media, meaning I missed out on getting credentials because I wasn't hired yet. And, of course, nobody at the radio station decided, oh, well, this might be a big thing since we are the flagship station of the Wolfpack and the only live sports show. Well, maybe they'll actually talk about it if we give him tickets or give him access to the program, which all I wanted was access, meaning I, I could have the head football coach on once in a while. I didn't want him in there every day. Jay Norville was a boring fucking guy. I didn't want him in there every day. But when they hired him, I would think that, hey, on your flagship radio, flagship radio station, you would hire, you, you would bring him in. And did they bring him in? No. So football season goes on. Then basketball season starts. Now, the basketball team, they, uh, I, I, I need to get tickets to go to a game so I can cover it. I sent the sports information director an email saying, hey, this is Arnie States from ESPN 92, I think we're at 92.5. Uh, was hired in mid-September, didn't get the thing. I was wondering how do I go about getting tickets. And he sent me back a real snarky email. I forget what this guy's name was, but I know that he lived at home with his mom. I do know that. And this guy was in his 40s. And uh, he sent me some snarky email back, like, what game do you want? And I was like, well, I want to go, you know, tomorrow night to San Jose. Well, you got to give me a two-day warn. It was, it was against San Diego State. And I said, oh, okay. So about three or four days before the UNLV game, which is the biggest game at Lawler Event Center because it's a rivalry game, four days before that, I sent him an email saying I need tickets. Okay, no problem. Get you on press row. Like, all right. Now, me, in my typical form, I show up in a pair of shorts, hoodie, sandals, hat. At least I'm wearing a Nevada hat. Or I'm, uh, I was wearing a, a hat, so sorry. No, I wasn't wearing a Nevada hat. I had just started the A hat trend then. 
And uh, I see my friend Julian who works at Channel 2, and he's in the, the press food area. And that's really the reason why I want to go is because they really feed the press well. Usually they're sandwiches or, you know, cool stuff. And I got there, and there were some sandwiches left, and it was good. I saw my friend Julian Delgadio from Channel 4, and I'm like, man, can I sit next to you a game? He goes, well, no, because I, I, I got to be I gotta be filming down here. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, I said, well, who's sitting in your seats? And he goes, oh, well, nobody's sitting in our seats because so-and-so is calling the game for or he's running the engineering for San Diego State. And I said, oh, okay. So I go out to press row, and I didn't know, realize that the seats were all assigned. Well, the sports information director put me at the very, very end where all his lackeys were sitting with all their fucking cameras, and it blocked my name, so I didn't see my name. So I walked down to News 4, and I knew nobody was sitting there because their lead guy wasn't coming, and the fucking stank dyke that they hired on the station who tried to get me fired because she walked into my studio, and I said, oh, the good-looking gal from the news forgot her water. And she complained because I called her the good-looking gal because I was trying to be nice to her ugly dyke ass, who, by the way, stunk. She complained because I said the good-looking gal. I'm not joking about that. I got pulled down to the fucking uh, to the GM's office after my show that day. And I said, first of all, the bitch just walked in my fucking studio with the light on. That's a big no-no in radio. That means the world is ending. When somebody just barges in, you have to fucking, everything stops. She just walked in because she forgot her water bottle. Now, I paid them back the next week by leaving my phone turned up, and then I had a page go out, and it went over their show, and I got yelled at for that too, but I I, I took that one. So I'm sitting there at this game, and sports information director, he's walking around talking to everybody. And I stand up next to, when he gets to me, I stand up. I wasn't being a dick. I was trying to be a man. Extended my hand to shake his hand. I said, hey, I'm Arnie States from ESPN Radio. He just looks at me. He goes, you're in the wrong fucking spot. Now I'm good about playing in people's houses. I said, well, I, I apologize. I didn't see my name. Well, let's see if we can find it. You see, you see, if you sit in somebody else's seat, then they can't sit there. He's trying to explain assigned seats to me. And he takes me down. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He's finally, and he, he moves the camera out of the way, and he sees my name. I said, well, I didn't think I could touch their camera. Well, this is your seat. I said, all right. Oh, I've, I, I, every time I get a chance to eviscerate that motherfucker, I try to. I wish I knew his name. Treating me, and all, I, I, di- I didn't want to be big time. All I wanted was access to the program so I could talk about them on my show. I figured they'd want that since I was the only local sports show in town. What a twat waffle that guy was. But thank you, Christopher. I appreciate you saying that. Brock Lesnar was WWE champ and won the UFC, so there. Yeah. Um... All right, next one here. Let's go. Two more to go. One wrestling one, of course. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. Just wondering what your your gut thoughts were for this weekend's game against your Cowboys and the Giants. I'm a huge Niners fan, and you have made some decent points about Purdy, but I believe 
Good luck, and I can't wait to beat you in the playoffs, dot, 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 again. That's from Dale. Uh, Thanks, Dale. Appreciate that. Beating us again in the playoffs. Uh, I'll talk more about it tomorrow with Joe. Am I looking forward to it? Sure, it's the NFL season. Am I looking forward to getting my hopes up? You know I will. Look, you know I will. I'm going to I'm going to eat the Cowboys fucking pill as soon as the game starts. You know I am. Look how much I've invested in UT and the, the biggest game of the year is our second game and this is the make or break game. Gold says from for the record that's not me emailing. <laughs> okay, good. I, I look at we're going to pick all the NFL games tomorrow. We're going to pick a bunch of college games. i got to go through the list and see which games are the best. We know that Alabama is going to be picked uh, against that. Texas-Alabama game is going to go. Colorado-Cornhusker games for sure. I don't know about any other games yet, but I know that every NFL game will be picked, including tomorrow night's game. It's tomorrow night. The Boy, a big story out of Chiefs camp, too. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Poor Stephanie. Man, oh, man, her guy, Travis Kelsey, might not play. But we'll see about that. Uh, but there you go. Yeah, we'll talk. That That's an easy one there. That, that mail is easy because we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Final one. Here we go. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Okay, so I got a question about some rumors I'm hearing in the wrestling world. And I had to come to the man with the most knowledge. Do you think that there's a chance that CM Punk, who just got fired from AEW, will show up to the WWE for the Royal Rumble? I know you have heard even more, so please hook a brother up. And you're right, the Steiners are the greatest tag team of all time. Yes, they are. Stinkfist says, poor me. I have Kelsey on my fantasy team. Oh, that sucks. Hyperextended knee. I have heard the rumors about CM Punk possibly coming to the WWE. I'll give you a reason why he doesn't come and a reason why he does come. Because I haven't made up my mind on this. The reason he doesn't come to the WWE is first and simple. The WWE doesn't need him. They don't need him. They got great storylines going right now. Amazing storylines going. They don't need CM Punk and his bad energy and his bad juju. They don't need that. But the one good thing. CM Punk could return because of his ego, and he might avoid the WWE because of his ego. Well, this is what I think is going to happen. I I, I personally think this is going to happen. This is what's going to happen. I don't think he comes back. I, 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 I don't think that Triple H is going to have him come back because he doesn't need him. If by chance he does come back, that means Triple H is gone. And there's a report saying right now that Triple H could be on his way out. The other reason I can see it happening is Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon's ego of bearing the competition. AEW had a great show. Well, they had a great turnout for the show in London. I didn't think much of the show, but I'm pretty critical about wrestling. And I have to realize that that WWE is is honestly a full-scale 
Hollywood production. While AEW, which I do enjoy, is like Hee Haw. I loved Hee Haw. Don't get me wrong. Hee Haw was a great TV show. I'm a picking and I'm a grinning. But that's the difference. You're talking about the Godfather versus Hee Haw. But the problem with the Godfather, WWE, is that Vince McMahon hates his competition now. And this will be a way to step on AEW like never before. They took his biggest star of Cody Rhodes, brought him to the WWE. Cody Rhodes was getting booed in AEW. And now he's the biggest star in all of wrestling. You don't think that hurts Tony Khan in AEW? Oh, it does. And if he does the same for CM Punk, and I have heard, this is what I've heard Sean, spelling it the weird way, S-E-A-N, C-N, um, is that they're going to sign him to a six-month contract. They're going to go Royal Rumble to WrestleMania with him. He'll be the main event finally at a WrestleMania, and it'll probably be him against Cody Rhodes. When WWE is sold, if endeavors, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, it, Triple H told that company they're selling to, if Shane McMahon is on the board, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Triple H is gone. I can I can see CM Punk probably coming back. Do I think it's good? I think it's interesting. Not necessarily good, but interesting. By the way, last night on NXT, if you weren't watching, the last match was uh, uh, Rick Steiner's son, Braun Breaker, against some Jamoke. Braun Breaker is phenomenal. He's, he is the best wrestler in NXT, and when he comes up to the main roster, it will be no time before he's the best wrestler in WWE. And he's a Steiner, and I'm fucking excited about that. But he laid the guy's head on the steel steps, and then he picked up another step, and he... Just as about he's about to smash him in the head, and WWE has a huge no headshot policy now due to concussions. It went black screen. They pulled the Sopranos on us. Black screen. And then I saw a picture this morning of the guy getting fucking wheeled out with a neck brace on, blood coming out of his head because Braun Breaker lost it on him last night. Amazing storytelling. See, that's the difference between the two. Great storytelling in WWE and AEW is just like, hey, let's have these guys have a match. That'd be cool. So we'll see. Now, I don't, don't get me wrong. I give AEW a lot of shit, but I still love it because it's wrestling and it's on TV. That's all I care about. More wrestling on TV, the better. I just have to realize that this is the hee-haw. See, back in the day when WCW was around or NWA, it wasn't hee-haw level. It was more, it was polished. It was more like Dallas or Knott's Landing or even the Dukes of Hazzard. It, it was like the Dukes of Hazzard compared still to the, well, and, and back then the, the, the WWE was WWF. That was like a cartoon. So it's amazing to see how it's all changed and all grown. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Here you go. 
something for legal purposes um well i don't want to sound like a dick hole but i told you so yes everyone can eat shit a big bag of shit <laughs> i'm the greatest man in the world i don't want to say i told you so i don't want to blow our own horn but toot toot say my name i am the chosen one i'm the best there is plain and simple i mean i wake up in the morning i piss excellence i don't know how to put this but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Password is astastic. That's right. Astastic. One word. Astastic. Astastic. It's asta- A-S-S-T-A-S-T-I-C. Okay? Astastic. As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media. Um, so uh, it seems there is an incident that happened here at Casa States. Um... There's a flat tire that happened in the front. And it happened not to my truck, not to the Spawn's car, but no, Flavor. Flavor's car got hit with a nail. I said this a few months ago. I said, I bet dollars to donuts, which means somebody owes me some dollars to some fucking donuts. They couldn't change a tire. And once again, I have been proven. Correct the mundo. Yeah, you have to loosen the lug nuts when the the tire's on the ground there, young fella. You don't jack the car up and then try to loosen the lug nuts. It doesn't work quite that well. That's the the follies that are happening out in front of my house right now. And I don't get to see any of it because then I'd be making too much fun of it. So we'll just move on instead. <laughs> I thought you had to say that you were going door to door to inform people that you were registered. Well, after this break, I might have to. Because this break, uh, <laughs> Fred, I, I hear you. Sanchez family, I hear you. Uh. I'll talk more about it later. I, I, I just, I, I'm indulging in this situation, meaning I'm lapping it all in because I, I, I know the entire story. If Braddy Kid gives me a text saying I can say the entire story, I'll, I'll give the entire story. But if not, you have to wait. Um, because, yes, oh, I'm just... This is like when you get to the to the end of your meal and you had like gravy or something that, that, that was kind of runny on the plate and you get that piece of buttered bread or whatever kind of food you got and you sop up the sides. You sop all that up and then you eat it. That's what I'm doing right now. That's that that's this is the best part. I just get to sop it all up. Mmm, good. Yummy yummy. Get in my tummy. But once again, I have not given the been given the the the, <laughs> the all clear. Uh, let's see, is who called me? 
Wait, no, hold on. Mage, did I just try to call you? Mage sent me a message. He's got a message. He, he has a story he wants to tell. I don't know if he can call or not or if he's going to call and do this. Um, but we'll first start with this story. This this last break is kind of crazy because we got we got some crazy shit going on here in the world. Oh, by the way, by the way, if y'all can do me a favor. Y'all, y'all need to do me a big favor here. Uh, our, our ass family member, Rhino, at 4T5 Printing, who's worked with a bunch of y'all. I know it. I, I know that he's, he's worked with a bunch of y'all, and, and he's a very, very busy guy. Uh, first of all, pay him. Pay that man his money. First of all. Uh, secondly, secondly, I need y'all to do me a favor. This would be a personal favor to me. If y'all could go to Google, okay, and Google, he sent me this, because I, I, I like helping out small businesses, especially small businesses with cool people that send me really, really cool shit, and that way I don't feel guilty about asking for more t-shirts, to be honest with you, because I'm wearing a fucking doozy today. And I, I will stand behind these t-shirts as long as I, it, it, forever, because they have made me nothing but quality. I've washed a bunch of them. Ain't none of them shrunk. The designs stay in place. The colors don't run. Do me a favor. You got time today? Google. When you go to Google, go to Printing Company, Woodland, Illinois. Woodland, IL. Now, don't go to the 4T5 Printing website. Go to the descriptions where it'll show, like, the three businesses. Click there and leave them a good, if you can, leave them a good review, please. Because it's awesome. It, it, I, I mean, I, look, I don't get a lot of, JS Floor has been the greatest client in the world, and I'm trying to draw them on, uh, draw in uh, 4T5 printing as well, because I like them. These are people that I like and that I like to work with. And these aren't the corporate shill people that I have to work with. So if you can help out a small business, do it. Mage, is that you, my friend? Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? You got a story for me? Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. By the way, I was on your Facebook page uh, the other day. Let me just say how much you outkick coverage with your wife. Wow, is she out of your league. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. I, 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 I went upwards. Man, oh, man, <laughs> did you ever. Good Lord. Well, uh, anyway, anyway, so, so, so what's going on in your neck of the woods here? Where somebody just said, um... Slides off limits to Ching Chong. No, this slide is on limit to you, Mage. You go right ahead. So, on Friday, I get a call from Delta's principal saying there was an incident at school. Okay. And I was like, okay. And she said that there was three students in art class that drew pictures of another child in that class that was kind of racist. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was a black. It was, it was a black kid. Okay. And and uh, she was like, "Well, your son, he just drew a picture. He's not really good at drawing, so it wasn't really bad. But one kid drew him with like an afro, and the other kid drew him with big lips. So it was kind of racist." Let, and I was like, now, can I ask you a quick question real quick? Because I, I, I don't know this kid. I, I, I don't go to that school because I have, uh-huh. I, I'd have to report. Does the kid have an afro? No. Does the kid have big lips? 
No. Okay. Please continue. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm sorry. You know, that's not how I raised my son. I will take care of this. And the lady's like, okay, hang up the phone. Later that day, I pick him up and I'm like, oh, he's going to get it. Right. Then I asked my son, I was like, you know, I'm your dad. So I'm going to hear your side of the story first. And he goes, well, there's this kid in my class and he drew a picture of me and another girl in the class. They're both Asian with squinty eyes and buck teeth. Okay. Your, your typical old, you know, Bugs Bunny, stereotypical, hilarious shit. Yes. So the other two boys who are on my football team were protecting their brother. So they were making fun of that kid and drew pictures of him. Well, that kid got upset, started crying and they had his dad come and pick him up. Wait, 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 wait. The 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 kid, the black kid. The black kid, yes. The black kid who originally drew the the racist pictures of Asians, the Asian stereotype yeah. pictures. He started crying when when they drew a picture of him and making fun of him. So okay, even though even though he opened him up. He opened the bag of worms. Yes. And, and they just dumped the bag of worms right on him. And, yes. and and he's crying, and Daddy has to come to school. Yes. Okay. All right. Please continue. I, I I'm 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 all in on this story now. So, I call up the vice principal after you know I pick my kid up. I go to a different room so my kid doesn't hear. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on at your school?" And she's shocked. And the the vice principal's name is Cinnamon. So, <laughs> it's I don't, not, wait, uh, is it Miss Cinnamon or is Cinnamon her first name? Her name is Miss Cinnamon Gardner. Come on, you got a I'm stripper that's running up. that school? Yes. Good God, is Sapphire the lunch lady? <laughs> so she, so she goes, uh, uh, what's going on? And I was like. And I was laying it on thick. And I was like, as an Asian American, I'm very, very disturbed at what my son told me when I picked him up from school today. I was going to lay in on him and I was going to punish him. But what he told me, I am so angry. And she goes, what happened? And she goes, I go, well, the reason why those boys were making fun of that African-American child is because he drew a picture of my Japanese son and a Vietnamese girl in the class with squinty eyes and buck teeth. And that's racist as fuck. And I hate it when people can be racist, but then try to use racism to get other people in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need you to call that kid's parents and tell them that the African-American community in the United States doesn't own racism. Oh, that's and a great line. Good for you. Good for you, my man. And then I said, I was like, you know, it might not look it because my son looks whiter than white bread. But my son is is like 70-something, 80-something percent Asian. Right. And, you know, thank God he doesn't look like a slant-eyed fuck like I do. He actually looks good. 
But I was like, if you don't want me to come down to that school and cuss you out and then cuss that kid out, you're going to call his parents and set him straight because I will call the news. Oh, talk about how how, uh, I'm going to start getting the chant going. uh, Stop Asian hate, because in America, when you talk about racism against black people, it's white people being mean to black people. Mm -hmm. But when you say stop Asian hate, it's black people being horrible to Asian people. Oh, there are tons of, I mean, I mean, NBC and USA did a whole thing like last year, the entire month. Yep. And now, and now, I, go ahead. I got, I got, I got an apology up and down backtracking because my son actually uh, had a lunch detention and all this stuff on Friday. And I was like, if that kid doesn't, doesn't uh, get in trouble for what he did. Uh, I'm going to be pissed and also next time hear both sides of the story because I know those other two kids, they're on my football team. I've known them for since they're in second grade and they're not racist. The only thing they were doing was sticking up for their their friend. Their what teammate, they did, I think their brother. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what, I, what, what they did, I think is wrong. And trust me, they're going to run a shit ton of laps at practice mm-hmm. for what they did. But you need to get both sides of the story next time. Well, uh, Ogre kind of read my mind here. And, and, and I think everything mm-hmm. that you did there was fantastic. I, I, I only have one thing. He says, maybe you should have started talking Asian, too. Like, what, what you do, my kid, that racist, I sue, I sue, and then bow and then storm off. See, this is what I would do. Before you go full-blown, crazy, you know, Bugs Bunny Asian, Start losing mm-hmm. your R's and your L's. Start, you know, you know the, the, like, I ling you up on the phone. You, you, you do it that way to see if you can catch her snickering, and then you can call her a racist. Yeah, see, the problem is when I try to do that, I actually sound like somebody who works at 7-Eleven. No hate on uh, – <laughs> no, no, no hate on uh, – uh, Stack our, R? Indian uh, – yeah, yeah, Stack R. That's on the show. Yeah. But I sound, I sound more Indian. I can't do it. It's just too hard for me to do. Yeah. I've tried. The only the only thing I could do is the far rah 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 yeah. from the Christmas movie, but that's the only thing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, made... I look I look I look Mexican. Oh yeah, so... you 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 look you look like a mutt. I mean, I, no no offense to Mexican people, you don't look Mexican. You look like a damn mutt. But I like, love. I'm you. not Mexican. I just love their food. Yeah, exactly. But 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 you know what? I think you handled that awesomely, and it, and and it's good that there are parents like you that are willing to stand up to the authority and say, this is bullshit and good for you. There <laughs> yeah. should be more parents like you, but thank you uh, for letting me share my story. All right, buddy. <laughs> thank you for your show, man. All right, man. You have a good rest of your day and tell Delta. I said, what's up? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, Mage LMAO ogre. Probably mage needs to show up with a katana and take care of business. Christopher said review is up. Kick ass. Douglas. Maybe it was Larry Elder's kid. To be fair, to be fair, the black kid probably was a white supremacist because I've told racism is caused by that. Oh, go full washy-washy next time. You tell him, no, uh-uh, lady. Lady, you're fucking around here, and I got to tell you, I got something for you. I can't tell you what it is because... Ancient Chinese secret, huh? You're damn right. You're damn right. And also, 
Where is it? Let the rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. See, you tell her that, boy, she's going to back down in a second. Okay, here we go. I was given the okay. So we have a little drama here at Casa de States today. Oh, oh my. Oh, wait a second. Um, the, the one and only Braddy Kid has uh, jumped in the studio for this. Um, so this story starts on Monday. Uh, Monday, uh, I didn't work. and I took the day off. It was Labor Day. And I'm sitting in the living room watching television about 10.30 in the morning. And I noticed that uh, Flavor of the Month, by the way, we got to call him that on social media, everybody. Flavor of the Month. Not not the other one. The other one's just for us. Not on social media. So 2.0. Runs in the house. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, is, is that neighbor's car behind me? Is that neighbor's car? Now, I haven't been outside all morning. I haven't been outside since 4 o'clock in the morning when I took the trash out. There was nobody out there. And I look at him, and I said, I don't know who's parked behind you. I haven't been outside. Now, what was happening was uh, a neighbor catty corner to us was getting a new roof put on that day. And it, the roofers showed up, and there's a bunch of them because they all get these roofing things done in one day, right? They bust their ass. They start at 730 in the morning. By the way, not supposed to start till 8, you loud motherfuckers, but that's a whole different story. So they start roofing. About 10 o'clock, he comes out. Now, he's off that day, and he needs to go get some some coffee. He needs to go to Dutch Brothers. That's where he's going. So he runs in and says, Who, who's cars? I don't know. So he went back out, figured out whose car it was, came back in. And he told me it was, it was the fucking roofers. They, they, they parked behind me. Do, do, do. Now, then we fast forward to today, two days later. Um, and there's a nail in the side of his wheel. Now, I've been on this earth a long time, and I know what one and one equals, okay? He had a roofing nail in his car, in his wheel. I know how it got there. I know uh, almost for a fact. First of all, it was not me. Even though I wanted to, I wa- I wanted to do this, but I have not done it because I promised my wife I wouldn't do that. And I try to live up to every promise I make her. And I'm doing a good job, aren't I? Well, I'm missing some Lego boxes. Yeah, well, you're still going to get those eventually. <laughs> miss, miss highfalutin prices. So I, 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 I know what happened is that <clears throat> probably went outside, decided to get a little tough because he, is a, he seems a little tough around people he looks down on, women. Because he's, he's gotten quite well, he's a... he's gotten a little... I think he grew some hair on those balls since me going off on him on Friday. No, we haven't talked about that. I know, so I know, but that, that's for another day, but... But, but... but but in the past, even before Friday, he has been quite, uh, I'll say, assertive with you. 
in situations with your daughter where you even said, wait a second, this is not the way you talk to females. Yeah. I'm betting in my heart of hearts, knowing human nature, he was the same way to them and told them to get down, move their car so he could go out. So he moves his car. They move the car. He gets out, which, by the way, he could have gotten out without having them move their car. And he was fully aware of this, too, because when I came home, I backed in. And I said I backed in because the fuckers across the way are getting a new roof. Mm -hmm. And I was worried that maybe we should have our roof checked because this is the third new roof and on our block right Mm -hmm. next to us. So so. I, I can I know what happens that that someone gets a little too assertive with the roofers, tells them to come down, move their car immediately, and then he's back fifteen minutes later with coffee. Yeah. Now these guys are doing a job that they have to get done by the end of the day, and they don't need to be pulled down so somebody can go get coffee. Which he could he could have gotten out of the space anyways. Very he didn't true. need that. So this morning I'm doing the show and all of a sudden <laughs> I see people running in and out of the house. I'm like and I get a text from Braddy Kid saying, there's a nail in his tire. And I was like, okay. And and I, I, I went to the spawn. I said, you know, there was a – she she started kind of questioning, like, it's weird he got a nail in the side of his tire. I'm like, no, it's, it, it, there was a roofing company here just two days ago, and there's probably nails out there because you and I, when it, when there's a good rain, we'll get nails that come down from our roof still. So there's nails all over. And this one ended up inside of his wheel. And I, I guess the company's going to cover it. And then he came home. But they're not going to cover it in time for him. So he had to put the donut on the, the car, from what I understand. So he, uh, my daughter and I are giving Roscoe a bath. Thank God he's stinking. Boys, ew. And she says he just came home. So he's making her call around. Oh, he ca- she called his place of employment, which is a dealership now. Mm-hmm. And apparently they don't carry the tire for his car. And um, she's on the phone with AAA and um, talks to AAA. It's going to have AAA come out and tow this car to, to wherever. And uh, during talking to AAA, my daughter's special needs, <laughs> figures out, there, she has a donut. And I said, well, why don't you just put the donut on the car? He can drive the car to and from work for two days. He just can't be a race car driver. And so that's what we're going to do. Well, he says, I could have done that before I went to work. Wait, hold on one second here. Let me uh, let me, let me find this uh, the, the correct uh, sound effect for this. Um, there it was right oh, that there. That was loud. Yeah, I know. Uh, there you go. In there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, he then he's putting the t- trying to take the tire off. He wait, 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 wait. Let's let's let wait. Hold on, hold on. You're going too fast. Okay. That's cool. uh, let's understand. So they locate the donut in the car, right? Yeah. They find the donut. And they take the donut out. Yep. Now, not one that you eat. No, no. Th- these are those little shitty tires. So he finds that, takes it out. Now, usually the first step before you jack up any automobile is, and I was taught this at the age of eight. My father made me change a tire while he was giving me instructions at the age of eight years old. First thing you do is you loosen the lug nuts when the tire is on the ground. Well. Because it's easier to get 
centrifugal force. The that first way. question was, hey, does that need a key? And Mr. Snotty Panties was like, this one doesn't need a key. And I said, I'm sorry. I've never owned a car that was cheap enough that didn't need a lug nut key. My bad. Okay. So <laughs> you got your venom in there. Yeah. Um, so he, he finds a donut and he jacks the car up first. Yeah, he jacks it up like a good boy. But but did not loosen the lug nuts. No, did not. So what what happened then? When did he try to loosen them when the car was up? Yeah, and the tire kept spinning, and I said, I don't think that's supposed to happen. It's not. And the spawn said, because you're supposed to loosen those before you jack the tire up. And the biggest sigh that us females that don't know anything were right. He did. He sighed. Oh, he had a heavy. <sighs> You know, like one of your little, Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. He sighed at you? Well, he. I, I think it was more towards Desiree because, oh, oh I'm sorry, the spawn. Um, because he came in here and was getting loud with her about, because he came home from work today to deal with his car. You know, he, he just started this job like, what, three weeks ago? If that. Yeah. And uh, he's already taken a day off to go to the eye doctor. And then today he had to deal with the car. And his employer said, well, I need you to go deal with your car because I need you to actually have transportation to work. And I said, well, why don't you go back to work? And when you come home, the car will still be sitting there backwards, illegally parked. And the nail will still be in the tire. And then you can change the tire tonight when you get off work. He sighed. He sighed. See, see now... Do you know what that makes me want to do? I know it makes you upset, but it makes me laugh because that fucker had to then take the car all the way down mm-hmm. and then fix it mm-hmm. and then jack it all the way back up. And it's fucking hot outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's wearing all black sitting on the pavement. Mm-hmm. So you can sigh all you want, dumbass. Did, did he get the tire changed? I, AAA did actually show up. So I don't know if AAA helped him. Or if he got it done before they showed up. But instead of going back to work and just using this as your lunch hour, he now woke my the spawn up, who was napping, and going to go drop the car off. And then he's going to come back and drop her off. And then he's going to go to work. And then he's going to get off work and come back here so they can go get the car at the dealer or wherever they're taking it to. She does not work today? She's off today. Okay, thank God, because if she worked today, he'd really be screwed. Because I ain't going to take him. Well, I ain't going to take him. No, we ain't taking him. Take an Uber. Uh, by the way, by the way, this this is the way you do it as a man. First of all, you change the tire by yourself, and you don't bitch about it. Okay? Secondly, you put the donut on, and you go to work. And he works until, what, 7? Yeah. Okay? So then, either after work, which... Since she's off today, thank God, he could do it. He could go to a tire store. Lots of tire stores are open till 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Well, that was my point. Or <laughs> do it on Saturday, you know, when he's off. If he needs it done right away. I'm, try- I'm trying to help the young man right away. It's, it's a little bit more added to him, but it's on him. It's his car. And lesson be learned, by the way, once again, I already played the sound effect. I told y'all motherfuckers so. He didn't know (laughs) how to change a tire. Someday, people in this house will listen to me. Hey, I called and gave you credit. Someday. 
I gave you credit. Yes, for that. you gave me credit. You, you begrudgingly credit. Not one. I, I begrudgingly. Do that, anytime that you're right. Whether yes, it's with him or any time. And I just want to know when is when are people going to start listening to me around here? Maybe tomorrow. Fucking side. Yeah, he's twenty three. It's a tire. It should take ten millimeter bits or less. What the fuck? Better late than never. Just thinking some guys will never learn. Police says that a girl. Uh, he has her call for him. He doesn't have well, yeah, because he doesn't have roadside service or anything, and mm-hmm. she wasn't going to deal with it. And I told him that that's what I do. I lift my finger and call AAA if Arnie's not around. But I probably should call AAA if Arnie's around too. Why? I know how to change tire. Because I'm not going to have you melt your ass to the concrete. It's, it's my job as a man. Degrees. My I job as a man. I go under the truck. I know where the spare tire is held underneath the bed. I have to unlock that key there. I have to undo that. Then I have to loosen the lug nuts on the truck. I've had to change a truck tire before on hot-ass concrete in Sacramento on asphalt. That's why I paid $100 a month or a year to AAA. And if it happens to you on the, on the road, I, I look, you got to change your own tire. just got to change your own damn tire. I, I swear to God. I... What a weekend it was. But, hey, I got the Grinch, y'all. I got the Grinch. Thank God. And, by the way, she's still not in a better mood. I don't know why you're in a bad mood still. You got your fucking Grinch. Y'all, I'm in a bad mood because my work schedule, like, totally sucks now. I don't even know if I'm coming or going. And the other day, I woke up at, like, 11 p.m., and I had to make my credit card payment because it was due. And I swear to God I hit send on it because it said, like, if it's you're making the payment time, it's between this time and this time. It's going to show the late fee, but it's not really. It will adjust it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I must not have hit send because now I got charged the $40 late fee. So now I got to call and tell them to waive that. And it makes me so mad. She's in a bad mood because her daughter chooses idiots. <laughs> well, I mean, th- that's the obvious. <laughs> that's Alicia saying that. Um, amen. Stuff like changing tires is a man's job. If he doesn't know how to do it, he's not a man. No, I, well, he might have learned today. We'll see. But I, 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 did you did you get to ask him how he treated the the uh, roofers? No, I didn't ask that because I was too busy laughing at him. The the tire going well first, him huffing and puffing, jacking that thing up mm-hmm. with like I don't even know what it's called, but it was like like just a little metal like bar, and it looked like mm-hmm. painful. But um, watching the tire just spin around was just more entertaining to me. Then asking them, like, hey, were you a douchebag when you went out there because you couldn't, like, move the garbage can, like, half a foot or do a 30-point turn to get out of, out of your spot? And because the guy it. was parked behind him. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was boxed in and he couldn't mm-hmm. get out. He no. li- and when he takes off, he, like, floors it because he's a race car driver. <sighs> so you were right. Play your I was right. Oh, I, already, I, already, I already did. Oh, and by the way, I haven't shared this with everybody yet. You got to see it the other day. I have made a digital version of my I told you so, and it's on my phone. And whenever I'm right in public now or right anywhere, I get to play that now all the time. Just for you, Braddy Kid. I forgot why you got to play it the other day. Oh, yeah. Well, I was right about something. You were right about something. But he and, and he was in the room. I know that because he was so confused by it, mm-hmm. and we were just laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once again, I was right. Do Do you want to go over the weekend? Do Do you, do you want to spill any tea? Well, I got ten minutes to kill. 
We can. It's up to you. It's it's up to you what you want to talk about. Uh, do you want to talk about Friday? Do you want to talk about uh, Sunday? Uh, well, it all kind of goes together. Oh, sure it does. Oh, oh, it does. Okay, so. Oh, boy. We might we might be here past noon. I know. We might be here past noon. I'll try to do part okay. of this without crying. Sorry, Pam. Get your tissues. Unstuff your bra now, sassy Pam, because you will be crying. So. Oh, boy. Saturday was my late husband's birthday. Hold on a second. Let me close the door. She's not home, but that's fine. Oh, okay. She's not home. Okay. But perfect. go ahead and close it so if she does come home. Okay. So. I'll keep an eye out. Um, I warned Flavor of the Month Friday, like, hey, she may be upset tomorrow. This is why. Blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> well, we... We're supposed to go to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really tired because of my work schedule. And, you know, his other best friend flaked on him, mm-hmm. Tommy. That's you, if you're listening. Didn't flake. He told me a He'd long time ago. He'd rather go play can, football. He, than he refereed He got paid. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay. And um, so. Anyways. And I was being the good husband saying that, look, I, I, I don't want you to go because you have to be at work at midnight. You're not going to get home till I, I want you to get some rest. Yeah. So then um, my. So I did not get to go see Kevin Von Eric speak. One of my childhood legends. But that's okay. Because he chose to, guys, not because of me. No, because I'm a nice guy. So, and then also because of this part. The good child. Bought a smoker mm-hmm. and brought it over Friday night. And then he decides to stay all night long so that I can't go to sleep. Well, we um, we have a little incident, and I texted my daughter about it, and she didn't respond quickly enough for me, which means, like, right away. So because she didn't respond right away, I called her. And she didn't answer. So then I put it in a group text. And that mm. got Flavor of the Month out. And he outed their business in front of everybody. And it's pretty. it was pretty big business, too. Pretty big business. Possible. Pretty, pretty big possible business. Well, we'll I'll just, just say there was a pregnancy test involved. Right. My daughter can't get pregnant, y'all, so don't worry. Thank mm-hmm. God she had those tubes snipped, tied, burned. Ah, but there lies the question. Why was there a pregnancy test in the bathroom? Indeed. But I will say, like, I had a very proud moment because, you know, Aunt Arnie's anti-children. And, boy, did I see my late husband come out in him. He laid into 2.0 like there was no tomorrow. But this girl will not get pregnant in my house. Well, she better not get pregnant, period. But so my daughter got very upset that we had this conversation which well, he brought out. He brought out. So then there's this group text message going on, and he has the nerve to put smiley faces all the way through this text message. And by the way, this group text, by the way, I just don't, I don't want to overgo it. He was not happy that I came at him. Yeah, he was not happy that Arnie checkmated him. Mm-hmm. And so Arnie's in bed. He, TV blaring. I got wrestling on. Wrestling L- on. L.A. fucking night was about to come on the screen. Wrestling's on. 20 fans going. It's like a jet engine in there. Mm-hmm. 
And I come flying out, and I start yelling at him. Not me. Not Arnie at Slave. Slave. And saying, let's do this. Screaming. Literally screaming to where I heard it over my 20 fans and L.A. Night on TV. To where I come running out, and I'm given the, the, it, it was like Darth Vader. She moved her hand, and she just sat me down. She just, she put her hand up and was like, just sit down. I'm getting to that hot mama. So. Um, so, so I sat down, and I listened. I just, I sat there, and I did not say a word until I was told I could. So, throughout this conversation about don't be silly, cover your willy, and whether it's my daughter or any girl, you ain't ready to be a daddy, so you better be covering that shit up. Well, I said something about how I had opened my house up, this and this, and how you guys are lazy, you're disrespectful. I mean, I just let it all out because at this point, I'm not getting any sleep, which means I'm going 24 hours without any sleep, and I'm pissed and my head hurts. And let me just tell you, that's a joy. Continue. (laughs) So in this message, I said, I don't even understand why you're here. Why aren't you living with your parents? And he said something, and I said, I come with receipts. And so I pulled out the original text message that he sent me talking about, he. I said Colorado, but I guess it's Utah. Mm-hmm. Colorado, Utah, they're the same, same right? Same thing, yeah. Yeah, close enough. He didn't think I had that. The reason he's here is because if you know my daughter, love her to death, she is my baby duck, but she's missing a few screws. I have him here for my grandson and my grandson only because I fear that my daughter will take that grandbaby from me and go travel the world because she's that smart. So, but he knows that he's not only on thin ice with her, he's on thin ice with me. Now, we'll see how today's events unfold because she ain't too happy with him today with this whole fiasco. Oh, uh, let, me, let me just tell you, there is no ice with me anymore. There but he knows that. He knows that between you and me. Like, he knows where he's, he stands because it was very clear on Friday night. So then. Let's, let, let's, uh, let's, was, was it Friday night? I think it was Friday night um, that I, I got to get out a lot. I got to purge a lot of things that have been bothering me that I've been holding in because yes. I don't want people to feel like they have to walk on. Because I'm an asshole. You I, are. I'm an asshole. I don't like when things when the when the apple cart is upset. I don't like it, so I I become an asshole. When when bratty kid gets upset, I become an asshole. So um, I have this little thing where it, it's about respect in the house, and uh, it seems that my Fire Stick remote was lost three months ago. It's misplaced somewhere in the house. Now, no big deal. Whatever. It's no big deal. It's a remote. Here's the problem. If I ever lost something of somebody's, if I ever misplaced it, I would go to them after I've torn the house up looking for it saying, I would like to replace this. I lost it. It's my fault. What can I do? But you knew about that because he said something to me, which and I obviously said something to you. But he never actually came to you. I never knew. I never. Yes, because I, I said something to you. but I don't listen to you. I know you don't. It's I don't obvious. listen to you. But then he, he claimed the other night, he goes, well, I offered to re- replace it. And I go, when? To who? And he goes, to her. I go, 
is it hers? Yeah. And she, he goes, well, no. I said, well, how would you feel if I went into your room right now and broke something or took something of yours and said nothing? Well, okay. I said, it's a respect issue. It, all this is a respect issue. I don't expect you to do the dishes every fucking day, but if you cook, clean up after yourself. <laughs> he doesn't know how to load a dishwasher, y'all. No, he, he doesn't do that. <laughs> He's worse than Arnie. No, yeah, and that's saying <laughs> something. But but once again, it's it is so so I'm sitting now trying to catch back up on wrestling after he left the house. Oh, this was Saturday he left the house because it was after the Texas game. And I get a knock on my door. I thought it was you. I was out cold. I didn't even make it to the Texas game, y'all. I didn't. And uh and this is way after the Texas game. It was dark outside. I'm trying to let her sleep. And he comes in, and he's like, uh, I got this for you. And he's got a, a fire stick for me. And I told him that night before, I said, don't replace it. Just be a man about it. Man up. Own up to it. And uh, he went, I, and he goes, well, I'll replace it. I go, you don't have to. You know I said that to him. Yeah. I said, you don't have to. Don't worry about it. Learn from this mistake. So what does he do? He goes out and he gets a fire stick. But that wasn't the only thing he purchased, if you want to get into this now. Yeah, so again, um, because I hadn't slept for like 24 hours, I went to bed at like 2 o'clock on Saturday. Afternoon. Afternoon. And I get up at 11 to go to work, and um, there's this gigantic German chocolate cake on my counter. And I thought, huh. And I saw some dishes were done, and I thought, huh. Now, my son was there, and my son's been known to, you know, do some dishes around the house, even though he doesn't live here. But So I thought, huh, maybe Arnie did some dishes, because I know my, my child didn't do any, and I was certain that Flavor of the Month didn't do any. So I'm thinking either Arnie or, or my son did some. But I was like, okay, cool. I'll thank whoever, you know, a little later on. I know they're all asleep. Well... I run into my daughter, and she's we're, we're texting back and forth, and I asked her about the cake, and she said, well, she asked him to flavor the month to get the cake in honor of my late husband because she um, because it was his birthday, and she wanted to honor him. And I thought, oh, okay. I, I, of course, I sent the rolling eyes emoji because I literally just told him to grow a pair of balls, you know, 48 hours ago. But um, I find out they got this cake like 9, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. And I mm. thought, well, that's that's one way to honor him. That's cool. and, and a fire stick. Oh, and a fire stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've always done like his birthday or around his anniversary of his death. Like, do you want to go to dinner? Do you want to, you know, just something to kind of remember him? And um, this is the first time I've ever heard of a cake. And not only that, but my daughter and I are going back and forth because she thinks, what did she say I was being? Uh, a snarky. I was being snarky because I asked clarifying questions about, do you want to mm-hmm. celebrate? Well, this was Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, this is Sunday morning. Sunday morning, uh, I come out there when you get home from work because we're going to go see the Equalizer. And she's out there, and you ask her about the cake. Yeah, I asked her about the cake, and she's going on about it. And I said, okay. So I'm asking, do you want to celebrate your grandparents, your uncle, the dogs? Like, this is this is new to me. So she said I'm being snarky. And, of course, her and I kind of go at it. And things have, I mean, tensions have been brewing because just like OG, donor, you know, 
flavor of the month over here is, is in the same same boat. So, well. Well, what happened was let, let, let me let me walk this back because I'm a better broadcaster. Yeah, you are. Um, you asked the question, and it was not snarky. You asked the question, and you asked, "Do you want to celebrate the grandparents?" Because, and let me let me tell this part of the story here. Brady Kid lost her husband in a horrific way. It's no fun. It's not fun to think about. It, I know it's not fun for her to ever think about. And the last thing that we would ever do is besmirch that great man's legacy. And that was the tone that was being reciprocated back to Brady Kid from her daughter is that she's trying to besmirch. This is a woman who spent four years of her life looking for justice for what happened to her husband, who didn't rest, who had never, ever once been told that her daughter wanted a cake. Now, I would, and I told her daughter this because things got very, very heated. There was a lot of screaming and crying going on from a certain somebody, and then she came back into the room, and it started up again. And believe me, there's some comic gold here coming up here in just a <laughs> second. I promise. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the only way that, that, that oh, hold on, the only way that Arnie could get my daughter from this high pitch, horrific, screaming, crying was to do what? Call her. Uh, I repeatedly called her asshole. <laughs> hey, asshole, asshole, asshole. And she did that bullshit. Try to clap, talk to me. And I'm gonna tell her the next time she pulls that shit on me, that that shit ain't working. I think it was really geared towards me, but but anyway, so. Yeah. So they're going back and forth because the last thing that Braddy would ever do is ever do anything to tarnish her late husband. Ever. And the one person that you would tell that you want a cake for him would be Braddy Kid. Because Braddy Kid would have bought every German chocolate cake known to mankind in the Rockwall area for her to help her daughter. But. She decided to let Flav go get this. And the comedic gold is about to start here because <laughs> he got the cake and he also bought candles. How old would he have been? 49. What candles did he buy? Did he buy a four? He bought a four. Didn't he buy a four and an eight? No, I think he only bought a four. Oh, yeah, he bought a four and an eight. Because? They were out of nines. Abort. Abort. If they don't have the nine, you can't get that candle. But I'm the one being the asshole. Right. He got the wrong number. Now, I, I joked with her after we left. I said, this motherfucker would buy a box of 50 candles and dump it out and count 49 instead of just taking one out. That's how dumb this kid is. So... They, they, they continue to go back and forth, and now it's starting to get really loud and scary. Because <laughs> Braddy Kid is very angry. She's literally shaking. And she's sitting next to me, and I'm watching this. And for some reason, I don't know why we did not put the corn from the day, away, the day before away and this plate that still had some jalapeno poppers on it. Wait, This what? plate from La Crusette, this dish, this serving dish that probably cost about $400. So the first thing that happens is Braddy Kid grabs an ear of corn and chucks it. 
<laughs> she just threw it. And it, by the way, the worst throw I have ever seen in my entire life. I mean, and I could tell she wasn't throwing it at her daughter because it ended in a different zip code. <laughs> and she threw it, and I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck. And then she goes, I'm, I'm in the mood to break something. And she picks up this $600 dish that she got from Raw Crusade and was about to smash it on our marble fucking island. She was about to, she picked it up and was about to smash it and said, stop, 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 stop. I grabbed that, and I put it on the other side, and then I grabbed the shitty plate that we had where there were still two ears of corn left. God forbid those go flying again. And I put those on the other side. Now, the one thing that I that was still next to her that I thought there was no way. Well, you forgot. I karate chopped Roscoe's. Oh, hold on a second here. I'm getting to that because, see, there's this chair that's next to her. And Braddy Kid, let, let me let me tell you a little secret about Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid will not spend a dime on herself. She will not. Okay. And I remember that 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 she had she had come into some some cash and she wanted to buy herself a Burberry purse. And we went to the Burberry store in 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 Roseville. She found a purse in there. And she's like, I like this purse a lot. I want to get this purse. I'm gonna get this purse. And then didn't buy the purse. Then we went to Vegas, and we went to the Burberry store, and she looked and looked and looked, and she got it there. Thank God. Or wait, no, we no, looked in Vegas. No, it was around. It was in Vegas. I yeah. Think. So then she buys this Burberry purse, and it's expensive because it's Burberry. And she not only buys a purse, she buys this little clutch that, that she uses as a wallet. It's the biggest wallet in mankind history. Can't even take it into Cowboy Stadium. It's so big. And it's sitting on the chair next to her. And I think in my head, there is no way she's going to pick that up. No way. So Braddy Kid gets up and does this fucking Bruce Lee move on this little toy fucking vacuum of Roscoe's. Ha-cha! <laughs> and fucking breaks it in half and launches it on the ground. She broke it with the chop. Then she picks up the purse and swings it and throws it into our little office area that we have in the living room. Dumping the purse everywhere. And I'm like, that's the one thing I didn't move. So I didn't think she'd do that. And then tensions, well, well, they got in each other's face. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I hope the spawn isn't dumb. I, I, I'm sitting there going, please don't swing on your mom. Don't swing on your mom. Because then I'm going to have to get involved, and this is going to be really bad. It would hurt like hell if she hit me. I'm not going to lie. That oh. bitch can hit. Oh, she would have been. She's tackled. all upper body strength. She would have been speared through the table. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And 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 he would have joined in on that spear because nobody puts a hand on you, okay? Nobody. Um, so then they 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 back up after the screaming. So I go over there to console Braddy Kid, and she's crying. Her head's on my chest. She's crying, and I'm whispering into her ears, <laughs> and I'm just telling her, "Don't listen. Don't listen. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Don't worry. They're stupid. They're young." And I hear 2.0. And he fucked up so huge because he tells the daughter, tells Spawn, you need to go over there and apologize to your mother. And I'm like, and I and I, I put my hand over Braddy Kid's ear because I didn't want her to hear what, because the Spawn goes, is she going to apologize to me? And I'm like, oh, God damn it. I won't <laughs> be able to hold her back if she hears that. Um, and I'm like, oh, he just, and, and, and 
Everybody went their separate ways. We went to the movies. I broke my pants. Brady Kid laughed about it. Um, but I almost st- peed myself. Yeah, but it, it's been a little. Uh, it's been a little eggshellish around the house lately. I gotta say, uh, not not on my part. I mean. I'm still going to be me, but nobody else is talking. I mean, I'm still being me. Today's the first time that I actually have had conversations with my daughter um, since Sunday. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, despite what happened on Sunday, Sunday was just carryover from Saturday. But I'm still going to checkmate my children, and both my children know at the end of the day they're going to come to me. And then I'm going to be there for them. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Flavor of the month, he, he's still going to be on thin ice. And he's probably in a lot of trouble because he knows that I was right. She knows I was right and that she was wrong. But she ain't never going to come back to me and tell me that I was wrong. And for him to call her out like that in front of everybody, she's never going to forgive him for that. I, I, I look forward to her getting home because I'm going to ask how, how he was to the roofers. I mean, because I, I, oh, I, I she's pretty know. heated right now. Like she's pretty heated because you know she's learning that when Roscoe naps, that she needs to nap, and that so she like was like, I'm done with this whole tire changing thing. I'm gonna go nap, and like she had just fallen asleep when he walked in there, woke her up, and said, "We're going to the, the tire place." Mm-hmm. So. Uh, let's see, Cowboys girl says, "Why doesn't she move out? Will she keep you from seeing Roscoe?" That that's the fear. So that's the fear. The reason that she. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if she moves out probably end of the year, first part of next year. She is going to school full-time. She is working full-time, and she'll have her degree. She will actually be graduating. She applied. I didn't even know you had to apply to graduate. Mm -hmm. What the hell is that? But all you smart college people, whatever, waste of money. (laughs) Um, So she applied to graduate. She will actually be graduating this fall with her bachelor's degree. So she'll be going into whatever field of work and making decent money. Um, So she'll be able to afford her own place. Uh, I don't think she honestly can afford her own place with the income that she makes now because she is not getting child support. <gasps> we left that whole part out. Oh, we did. We oh, we 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 have to go back. I hope y'all don't mind this this. I'm sorry, you guys. This extra credit here, but oh, uh, let me let me start. You yeah, you do it. Because I I need to get some parts off my chest here. <laughs> the few days every year I look forward to. Opening day of baseball, love it. One of my favorite days of the year. What do we eat that day? We had. What do we always have on opening day of, of baseball? Well, opening day of baseball, we have hot dogs. Hot dogs. You have to have hot dogs, okay? Other day I look forward to every year is September 17th, the year that. The, the, Nobody the day, gives a fuck about The day, day that the world was blessed with me. And then I look forward more than anything, especially when my team is supposed to be good, to the beginning of college football season. The first Saturday of the year is always the best Saturday of the year. Everybody in this house knows it. Everybody knows that in this house, I yell and I scream at the Longhorns. So one day, I'd like to be just me. Well, I'm informed less than 24 hours ahead of time that... Now, the donor wants to come see his child on that day. 
first time since July 8th that he saw his child. And for some odd reason, it was okayed, even though we're months and months behind, thousands of dollars in rears. Okay, come over college football Saturday, where I know that your son, the good one, is going to be here. By the way, brings a girl. Who yeah. brings a girl to a football a party? special girl. Nice girl. She seemed nice. She seemed nice. Um, and they get there early, so we start smoking the, the steaks, and we start getting the food ready for the game, making jalapeno poppers. It's a whole day, right? And then all of a sudden at noon, it happens. About 12. He was supposed to be there at 12, 1225. He showed up. 12, 1225. See your kid, whatever. And donor comes in the house. Now, I've never – I look, you, you can give an assessment. You give me my report card when it comes to me being around Roscoe. How, how, how am I doing? Arnie is like, look, Arnie's grandpa. He'll say, I'm not a grandpa. I'm not a grandfather. He, this motherfucker is like, come here, Roscoe. Come sit in my lap. Come get away from Gigi and come see me. Him and Roscoe sit there and have conversations. Uh-huh. He but would have made the best dad, y'all. So, uh, so I, I get high marks in my very much. So. I don't seem very uncomfortable around the child until you learn how to change a shitty diaper. No, we still haven't gotten that far yet. Um, so, so donor comes to the house, and it is the most awkward feeling I've ever seen a human being have an interaction with a child. It's so awkward because awkward. Roscoe doesn't know him. Roscoe knows him as in, okay, I, I, I know you, I guess. You're okay, I, I guess. But he wants nothing to do with him because he never sees him. He doesn't know him as his dad. So he, he says, wow, he's gotten fatter. In which the good son, he goes, well, that's what happens when they get older. They get bigger. <laughs> And we all, it, we, none of us laughed because we knew how funny it was and we laughed about it later. But he just sat there holding him and not talking to him, not playing with him, just kind of holding him. And, and, and it was really weird. And then around 1.30, so he's been with this child an hour. 1.30, he puts Roscoe down on the floor. Roscoe wants to run around. Roscoe likes running around. And uh, Roscoe runs the fuck away from him. Roscoe wants nothing to do with him. He's sitting in this chair for the next 40 minutes watching football on his phone, not paying attention to his son. And it was the most awkward 40 minutes I've ever spent in a home that I've called my own. I texted my daughter and was like, what the fuck is this shit? And I guess at some point he said that he was going to leave at 2. Yeah, 2.15. And he didn't leave until like 2.15. It was so weird, though, because like we were cooking, and I learned I made jalapeno poppers for the first time. And I learned that when you're messing with jalapenos, you're supposed to wear gloves. Yeah. Because no matter how many times you wash your hands, your hands are going to have spiciness on them for mm-hmm. the rest of the day. But I barbecued chicken, mm-hmm. and um, I am eat- like I ate my chicken. Like, I wasn't fucking around. Like, I don't got time for these people and their goddamn steaks that take 10 hours to smoke and shit. 
So I barbecued my chicken. I ate my lunch, and I went to bed. But, like, this fucker was like. Yeah, you were in bed before he left. No, it was right after. It wasn't much after mm. he left, though, because I sat in the rocking chair, and I was falling asleep. And I was like, I got to go to bed. But he proceeds. So I told my daughter, you got one job. Figure out if he's still working out the El Wally Mart or not. Well, once again, unemployed. Shocking. Shocking. Whoa, wait, hold on a second. He, he, he's not working there? Surprise, surprise, surprise. So his dad says, Arnie, how long before you brought up his back child support? I do not talk to him. I, look, look. He, he, Brad Kid earlier was talking about receipts. He, he's got a big receipt he's got coming. From threatening to put me on my fat ass, I heard it. I heard it loud and clear. I had it on video. He's got a receipt. So I don't talk to him, and I don't bring up anything. I don't. I try not to stir that pot. See, we don't really stir that pot. I mean, we just wait for him to, you know, I don't know, try to register that car. Try to, you know, he, he threatens to take my daughter back to court. But, see, he can't go back to court until he's up to date on, on child support because his hands aren't clean. So the courts won't even give him the time of day. But um, we just document everything for him. But he's trying to get unemployment because he says that he was wrongfully terminated, that he put in for a um, hardship transfer, and that they approved it, but they fired him. But he was within his 90 days in um, – Knowing his history, he probably thought that they accepted it because <laughs> they signed the paper that said you're terminated. Well, here's the fact, and I told you this the other day. I said anybody who's transferring who needs a job will make sure that transfer goes through. They're on the phone all the time calling to see if their transfer went through. Hey, is my transfer, when can I get on the schedule? When can I work? This kid doesn't have that in him. No, but it's this, I mean, it was the same. And, I mean, you and I know this, and I think mm-hmm. my daughter does too. It was the same story of, you know, why he wasn't getting any hours at Home Depot or why he sucked at Kroger or why, you know. It's it's the same story, just a different different day. And mm-hmm. I think I, I think it's, I think we do it more for our amusement at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so his dad says, come on, now he threatened that? And you haven't stomped a mud hole in his ass? Come on, that would be a great Facebook video. Look, I haven't been allowed. I haven't been, I, I haven't been let off the leash. I, I respect the leash. We have to play nice for now. I mean, for the most part, it, it, is, it is our way or the highway. Because, I mean, literally he has zero rights to Roscoe. Oh, I just, it, I want Flavor to make that mistake. Because I'm just going to tell you this right now. If flavor threatens me, it's on right there. Well, that's it's what gr- took me. It's, it's green light. That's what took me so long to text you that, yes, you could tell the story because she, it's almost like Sunday between me and her with her and him right now. Mm-hmm. She's that pissed off. So I was like, ooh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. We might have more updates. Well, I, I just but want him to make that mistake with me. That, that would, nothing would give me more joy. Yeah. Than that. Because, and, and I would just, I, I, already, I already know the look on your face when it happens because you won't be able to stop me. Y'all, I really thought Artie was going to slip and fall on his ass. Like, he could not get out to the kitchen fast enough Friday night. Oh, my God. I thought I thought somebody was killing you. I, <laughs> I thought the dog shit on the floor and you were screaming because I've never heard, you don't even scream at me that loud. 
No, no, I, 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 I can attest that I've never been yelled at like that, so I'm very happy, which means I'm doing a good job. Don't piss me off. I, I try not to. There's still time. <laughs> I do. Oh, I know. Oh, believe me, there's plenty of buttons I could push, but I just don't. Oh, I'm I smart. have a bone to pick with you. <sighs> Let's go. Do you, um, do you keep records of the songs that you play? No. Mm. Why? Because it was really nice of you to say, oh, happy anniversary. It's our anniversary. Mm-hmm. What song did you not play for me? What song didn't I play? You didn't play our George Strait song. The hell I didn't. Bullshit. That was a lot. La- oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I played that. I crossed my heart. Oh, put it right here. Put it right here. Y'all, Artie's going to owe me $4,000 by the end of this show. $4,000 is what you're going to owe me. <laughs> How am I going to owe you $4,000? I pay fucking $2.99, y'all. This motherfucker <laughs> is talking about how cheap I am. Mm-hmm. He makes me pay for a, a, a thing to listen, Hold to go back and listen. I, I don't make you pay. Hold on one second here. Let, let, you you want to you play this game? Yeah, let's play it. Let's bring it on, motherfucker. What day? What 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 show would that have been? Would that have been the Friday show? Uh, you didn't play it the Friday show, or you didn't play it on the Monday show? Hold on a second. Remember, I, I come a, with receipts because I, I, I listened date. to some shows today. I need today. a date. Oh, the date? I need okay, a date. Okay, hold on. I got, God, this hold technology. on a second here. I, you know what? Hold on a second. I oh, can, God, she's home. I can, I can take care of all this here for you. That would have been Let's see, August, August 25th or the 28th. 25th or 28th. Okay, great. Let's see. Oh, these shows don't have dates on them. Hmm. Let's see. Two ninety nine just turned into four grand. No. Put no, it on no. red and let it ride. Let's see. Uh, how can I search? Uh, you know, oh, I know how I. Can it's okay, it. honey. Oh, we yeah. can do this off the air. You Hold can on. come on tomorrow and give me a public apology. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Going scorched earth. Uh huh. Scott, I have this. How I pay for my Legos? Yeah, let's see. Uh, copy that, and then we go in here. We go. Don't fuck up your shows. Oh, I'm not gonna fuck up my shows. No, I don't want that. I, I don't want the word SoundCloud. I want the whole fucking thing. Another reason why I'm in a bad mood is because I started to do this really stupid thing that they do on TikTok, that hundred envelope challenge thing. Where, like, oh, when Jesus. you're all done, you have, like, $5,050. So, Arnie, bless his little heart, was like, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, no, that's $40. Then there was also the utility bill that I dropped the check off. Because if, you make, if you're late on that by a day, they charge, like, 20 or $30 extra. Well, we got that little red notice that said they were going to turn our shit off. Which I know because I dropped a check off extra early in the morning in the drop box. Mm-hmm. And this happened to us last year. And so I quickly made another payment. Well, then all of a sudden we had like a $600 credit. So it's going to be the same thing this year. But it just made me mad mm-hmm. because then I, he said, did you pay the stop? Did you stop that check? And I said, well, that's going to be another $20, $25. So in my head, I'm like, that's $60, $65 that could have gone in my little envelope. Wow, man. I wish I could find this or, or play it. You know what you can do uh, with your little phone there? Go to the 28th show. I listened to that this morning while I was working. To the very end of it? To the 25th? Did you did you fast forward to all the way to the end where I play George Strait? Yeah. But uh, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't our song. 
Oh, oh, really? Well, I'm going to have to go back and listen. This is something we'll have to take care of. So, you guys, Angry Arnie will come out in the morning because nope. he's going to have to publicly apologize to me. Mm. For I'm going to need your login because I don't log. I, I oh, don't baby, I'll mine. log in for you. Don't you, you right worry. Ahead. We'll put it on surround sound in the house so you can listen. Okay. All right. Uh, do you have anything else to add to the show today? Or can can I go ahead and end things now? Well, in four minutes, it'll be one, two, three, four, and then you can end the show. God, I hate you so much. That's going to do it for us today. 775-357-FANS. That's our number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Tomorrow, we will be back. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy for sure. Until then, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, go to 45 Printing. Google 45 Printing. Go leave them a result or a Google uh, a review there. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Nobody saw him running from 16th Avenue. They never found a fingerprint the weapon that was used But someone killed country music Cut out its heart and soul They got away with murder Down on music road The Someone should hang Ah, you tell them, Alan Well, they all say not guilty But the evidence will show That murder was committed Down on Music Row For the steel guitars no Fiddles barely play But drums and rock and roll guitars Are mixed up in your face Oh, Hank wouldn't have a chance On today's radio Since they committed murder Down on music they thought no one would miss it Once it was dead and gone They said no one would buy them all Drinking and cheating songs But I still buy Well, there ain't no justice in it And the hard facts are cold Murder's been committed Down on Music Road
With drums and rock and roll guitars Mixed right up in your face Why the hag he wouldn't have a chance On today's radio Since they've committed murder Down on Music Row Why they'd even tell the possum To pack up and go back home There's been an awful murder Down on Music Row Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.